What is up, Internet? Hello, and welcome to the Movie Fort Podcast. I'm your host, Todd Munson, and I hope that little tune has put you in the mood for some Kenny Rogers, because this episode is pretty much the Kenny Rogers Spectacular, because on tap, we've got his 1982 classic film, Six Pack. And if that wasn't enough, our guest today is an extra special guest. We've got my friend Brent Pope. Brent is hilarious. He's an improv actor and a regular actor, too. You've definitely seen him on TV. If you own a TV, I can guarantee you, you've probably seen... That's how much of a guarantee is it. I can guarantee you that you've probably... Yeah. Anyway, Brent, he has been in tons of TV roles as sort of like... a. He's kind of a character actor. If your characters are tow truck driver, bailiff, um, apartment manager, grocery store manager... Uh, but yeah, he kills it that way, and I've known him forever. Brent and I first met in college. We were both uh, broadcasting students at the University of Nebraska, and the day we met, I taught him how to uh, run the board at 90.3 KRNU, the uh, campus radio station, and then we both had weekly columns in the campus newspaper, and then we both moved to LA around the same time. Brent graduated ahead of me, so he moved out here first, and yeah, the dude just kills it. Like, that's what he does. He's Brent Pope and he kills it. And uh, all, like, I don't know. The dude's just awesome. He's, he's a really good guy. And now I'm sounding like I have a little Brent Pope man crush, and that's okay. Because my in-laws do, because they saw him on a TV show once, Silicon Valley, which we'll talk about. So there is, uh, my in-laws are convinced I have a famous friend in L.A. because he's been on TV. And they haven't seen me on TV, but that's, that's probably okay. But, um, yeah, so Brent... He's hilarious. He performs in improv shows all over L.A. Um, he's always been in the top shows. And he just went back to Nebraska to be uh, – he actually taught improv at the uh, – I think it's late, like Nebraska's first like improv fest. He like flew him out as a special guest. It was awesome. But anyway, uh, let's get back to the film here. We've got Six Pack, 1982 Kenny Rogers film, and it's Brent's choice. When I asked if he wanted to come up to the fort and watch a movie, I kind of – sweeten the deal by saying hey dude we can watch whatever you want he's like really i'm like yeah and he's like i want to watch six pack with kenny rogers so that's what we watched uh if you've never heard of six pack it's kind of an underrated 80s film it came out in 82 stars kenny rogers as a down on his luck stock car driver you know nascar stuff and he kind of crosses paths with a uh group of six orphans a six pack if you will and they become his pit crew and his luck turns around. He starts winning races, and it's amazing. And uh, their little meet cute, if you will, is uh, starts in the very beginning of the film. Uh, Kenny stops for gas at a gas station, which we obviously do, and goes to the bathroom, gets locked in. By the time he gets out, his race car has been completely stripped, and the kids have stolen all his parts because they're orphans, and that's how they earn a, earn a living, living on their own in 1982, because that was a totally normal thing for kids in the 80s. And you just be an orphan. It's cool. Like, nobody cares. So, uh, and there's some drama to this film as well, but also some humor. But, uh, yeah, we're just going to get into it. This is uh, Six Pack with Brent Pope here on the movie for it. Oh, no. I told you, Breezy. Son of a bitch wouldn't listen. Put your mouth shifty. It's Swifty. Swifty, you toad sucker. Shut up, Swifty. You can run, you can hide, never let it inside Living your life in the dark Sooner or later that gentle persuader Is gonna catch up with your heart Make you a dream 
Hey. You've been here for like, what, an hour and a half? Mm-hmm. We're finally sitting down to do this? Yeah. I'm ready. So, uh, did you enjoy the steak? Huh? Did you the enjoy steak, the steak? The steak was great. The burger was the best, I think. Okay. That's good. Well, actually, you know what? I like a nice char, though, so the steak was really good, too. Because I, I overcooked there. the steak. I no, I did, but the outside was great, though. But it's hard to... It's hard to... It wasn't overcooked. I mean, it wasn't tough. It was good. It was still juicy. Juicy. It's just with, like... Was that a strip steak? I think so, yeah. Yeah, so strip steak. It's hard to get, in, like, any steak in the middle. It cooks so fast. So, yeah, we're uh, two dudes. This is my friend, Brian Pope. You can say hi if you want. Hi. I've already been talking. I already have been talking. Uh, we've uh, ate some steaks, had a burger... Drinking some beer, and now we're going to watch a, a movie you picked out. Yeah. Which movie is this? Which movie Six are you watching? Six-Pack from 1982. Six-Pack starring Kenny Rogers. And who else is in this movie? Uh, we have a very young Diane Lane. Who's just barely 18 years old. Uh-huh. Playing Breezy. We have uh, <laughs> you her name. Anthony Michael Hall. This is pre-vacation. Oh, yeah. 82. I believe so. Uh, we have Aaron Gray from, like, uh, Silver Spoons and yeah. what else? Uh, and the... Uh, she's in a bunch of stuff. Yeah, she's... Uh, Buck Rogers. Buck Rogers, that's right. Uh, we have... I don't know what his name is. He's from Omaha. He played Bernie in Weekend at Bernie's. I don't know who that guy is, but I didn't know he was from Omaha. Yeah. Um, it should... Uh, we'll, we'll, I'm sure we're going to get into this, but Brent is also from Nebraska. I'm from Nebraska. Mm-hmm. We went to college together. Did a lot of the same things in college. Right. Uh, we wrote at the newspaper together. Yeah, we the both wrote, newspaper... Uh, what well, we thought were funny articles. Yeah. Which Who knows? Now, which, <laughs> have you ever looked, uh, had uh, columns in the school paper? Back when newspapers were like a big deal. Yeah. You know, that was like a big thing. You know, it used to be the Daily Nebraska that the paper wrote for. Now I think it's like once a week. No, they publish a magazine once a month. Is that all it is? Yeah. Once a month? That's all it is. So, uh, Woo, well, rats. they need some quality humor. They'd, they'd, they'd still have a daily one if it fit. Good quality writer, sir. Yeah, so Brent, uh, he's an actor, improv dude. We'll, we'll get into all that, but Six Pack with Kenny Rogers. When I said, hey, do you want to come be on the movie for it? Pick out whatever movie you want. The first thing that like, fell out of your mouth was Six, six Pack. pack. Now, why, why Six Pack? Uh, you know, I remember and it. What's the premise? Tell everybody the premise. Okay, we, so we say Kenny Rogers, Diane Lane, okay. Aaron so Gray. The premise is Kenny Rogers is a journeyman race car driver. NASCAR, stock car. Yeah, stock car driver. But like minor league stock car. I would say so, yeah. Uh, From what I remember. uh, And can't quite win the big race. Uh, But his fortune starts to change (laughs) when he runs into it. Uh, Six runaway orphans. Uh, A six-pack, you might call them. Who just happen to be really good at souping up cars and fixing them. So they become his pit crew. Yeah. Uh, This, uh... Was a trend for you young folk in the 70s and 80s. Movies about orphans were like, yeah. it was not a big deal to be an orphan back then. There's also, you know, there's always got to be the youngest kid. It's like, a, it follows kind of the Bad News Bears thing too, right? Yeah. The youngest kid on the, in you know, we'll find out in the movie. He has the catchphrase where he always goes, no shit, Dick Tracy. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Which you could just ne- couldn't do now. When was the last time you watched Six Pack? I don't know if I've seen the entire movie. I think I sat down... <sighs> Maybe like five years ago and watched it just just to watch just, it. Yeah, just one of my wife was not on. Yeah, I had to watch it. Media. I had to watch it online. Where, and then I've shown people the trailer a bunch. Because they, do they not believe it's real? They don't believe it's real. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, so and then his of course his 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 rival in the movie is uh, the guy that plays Bernie and Weekend at Bernie's. Okay, he's the other driver. His name is Turk the, something. Because the uh, corrupt sheriff 
is the guy who played the general in War Games. Oh, I'll have to see who that is. I don't remember. He's the big guy, like Texan guy. But they have, you know, 80s type names. Like Kenny Rogers is Brewster Baker. (laughs) And the other guy's Turk something. Not to be confused with Brewster's Millions. Right. Um, um, So, yeah, Six Pack. We got to watch this one on YouTube mm -hmm. because it doesn't exist anywhere. And I'm trying to keep this an anti piracy podcast. I'm like, hmm, how much is the DVD that's out of print? It was like 40 bucks. So, we're watching it on YouTube. I mean, I would buy it for forty bucks, but I love this movie. Maybe after you watch it, Todd, you'll be like, you know what? It's totally worth forty dollars. I watched this a lot as a kid, but let's get into it because uh, we got queued up. Uh, movie reels with a ZS has six pack, nineteen eighty two full movie. Nice. If you want to join along, also includes and the watch song it. "Love Will Turn You Around." Yes, that, that was his. Uh, we'll see if that has any meaning in the movie because since he drives race cars. Oh, you got you got a little spin me round round. So you told me you saw this in the theater. Is that correct? I believe so, yeah. Because you grew up, Brett grew up in a small town called Tecumseh, mm-hmm. which, what's it famous What's it famous for? It's famous for a couple of things. Oh, uh, well, the one southeast of, corner of, of Nebraska. Yeah, one, one, one of, one of, the one of Ronald Reagan's uh, speechwriters and, okay. and George Foreman's first promoter. Yeah, uh, uh, Barney Oldfield. Barney Oldfield, a very yeah. famous uh, Nebraskan. He was an entertainer, like a yeah. publicist. Yeah, he's like the publicist to the stars in like the '30s and the '40s. And I, I was lucky enough, you know, he's, he's passed. But like when yeah. I first moved out to LA in the what '98, I I went out and met with him a couple times. Really nice guy. Yeah, and he was like one of those guys. He's like he had to be about 80. And he's like, why don't you arm wrestle me? And I, was like, <laughs> and I, and I he showed me his heights. I was like, oh my god, that guy's gonna beat me arm wrestling. But <laughs> his story with George Foreman was really interesting because George Foreman, I remember from the time I met him. Mm-hmm. He it was at the uh, little Nebraska Coast Connection, the little little networking group for us Nebraska folk. But he was a special guest, and he told us that uh, George Foreman, because he won the gold medal in the '68 Olympics, George was like the kiddie mentor. Mm-hmm. And he was like, if you stick with this boxing, you could go on. And then his claim to fame was he told him to do the George Foreman drill. Okay. Which he sold a couple of those. Oh, wow. Have you heard of this George Foreman drill? I, I own one. <laughs> but no, Barney told him that the uh, George Foreman girl would be a good thing. Because okay. it was basically just slap his name. And we're just watching like the open credits. We hear Level turning around. And I think it's Kenny Rogers with a Winnebago towing his, his race car. car. Yeah, That's what you do. Turn you're just troubling. I love these uh, setups of these movies where it's you get the song. That tells the story of the movie. Kenny Rogers' hair is on point, dude. And Kenny Rogers never not had gray hair. Yeah. Because this is like, 82 would have been like peak Kenny Rogers, would you say? Yeah, I would say so. Like, because Kenny Rogers was Well, it has to be because this is when he got his movie where he was a star. (laughs) The question is, was this before or after, like, you know, uh, The Gambler and that kind of stuff? I think it came, I think this, I'm not going to look it up, but I think this came after The Gambler. Okay, the Gambler was like TV movie though, right? Yeah, but that was the hit song. Brazelton, Texas, two hundred sixty-five miles from San Antonio. It's been forty-nine. Forty-nine. So, uh, you think you saw this? Did Tecumseh? Because how big was Tecumseh when you were there? Oh, it's always been around two thousand. Now so it's it, nineteen hundred. I think. Did it? Is that just because you moved away? You took up I took. I, I burned with. The, I took a hundred souls with me. Um, but did, it didn't have a movie theater, did it? No, not so not even. Where would you go to watch movies? We we had a Pizza Hut, and that was called the restaurant. I've been to the Pizza Hut there. Before. Yeah, yeah. Oh uh, boy, 
Kenny Rogers in the bathroom. The, we got the, the gas car <laughs> the driver that looks like a prospector is asleep. Um, so you would, how often would you get to go to like a movie theater? Like just growing up, like because uh, I've ridden my bike to the Grand um, in the Conestoga Malls. Oh, we were too far away. Uh, like Beatrice is probably the closest. That was thirty miles away, and then but the only, see all the movies you had to go to Lincoln, which was fifty-five miles away. Was that a big deal? Yeah, just like just like we're we going would through. go up there. You know, my parents would take us up there around maybe once a month or something. You know. Yeah. So did you have HBO? Because this was an HBO no, stable. We lived on a farm, so we didn't have. <laughs> I mean, we had no HBO. We had no kind of cable. No. Oh man, he's locked hey, in the really bathroom. Two minutes into the movie, Kenny Rogers is already locked in the bathroom. Hey, anybody out there? <laughs> Can anybody hear me? Well, you just wait till the next person uses your bathroom, Kenny. Oh man, he, he really up. acted that. Yeah. So you, though, uh, one yeah. of the things we want to talk about is you are a fairly, like, a very well-accomplished actor <laughs> in the scheme of things. And by well-accomplished, I mean you are on, you're regularly on television programming. Sure. I mean, I, you know, you might have seen me on, what, let's, Rose, let's when, talk the about re- when the reboot of Roseanne was on. Uh, you were talking about the grocery store manager? Valente, yeah, who we thought was going to come back, and then Roseanne got fired, and then... Now, how bad did that... How bad did that bum you out? It, it bummed me out a lot. One, because I liked the show. Two, because... just He just got his car stripped. Oh, man. I just want to say from a writing perspective, I love that the plot device is Kenny Rogers gets locked in the bathroom. Locked in the bathroom. Did car someone lock him in the bathroom, though, or did that just happen because of bad, bad machinery in the door? Out. <laughs> so the guy at the gas station leaves and puts his eyes this is out. Back no, in the jail. question mark. The cops are Oh, gone. the cop. Oh, yeah. Okay. You've got some chili now. So, okay, so you've been on a bunch of stuff. Uh, uh, yeah, Silicon, Silicon Valley. Valley. Silicon Valley. You're the official tow truck driver I am the for, official tow uh, truck driver for Piper. Piper. Yeah. So, now that one was one when you were on. My wife was visiting her no, folks and talked them into watching the show Silicon Valley. And so now to my in-laws, because she didn't know it was the episode you were on, and like lost her mind when you That's showed up. That's so random. And now my in-laws think I have a famous friend named Brent. Well, they're and correct. And they ask about you a lot. Oh, great. Yeah, well, I'll start sending the Christmas cards. So what, uh, so when you got that, what's the process like? Two burgers to go. For getting... Because Silicon Valley? You were the master of, okay, you've been a tow truck driver. Uh-huh. Silicon Valley. Yeah. Grocery store manager. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, apartment manager. Apartment manager on Rosewood. Yeah, that was that was one I missed. Oh. You know, I watched the whole episode. Oh, yeah. Because I didn't know you were in the first 30 so, seconds. so fast. And then, uh... So um, I, I played the, like, like a, a cable uh, guy? baggage, like, baggage handler boss. Oh, that one was really funny when yeah. you played the, uh... Bowling. When we played bowling luggage. or uh, luggage golf. What was that on? That was on uh, Speechless. Okay. With uh, John Ross Bowie, who's a famous uh, improviser. Mini driver show. It just got canceled, actually. But um, yeah, so a lot of I'm so kind of blue collar guy, right? That's which, which is funny because I can't fix anything. So with uh, oh boy, plot thickening. A Corvette just got stripped. Someone is stripping all these cars. So, um, with Silicon Valley, though, how'd that go? Because everybody knows you got to, like, how do you get the yeah. audition? How, how, how okay, well, Silicon Valley was kind of crazy because 
when I got the audition for Silicon Valley, I was shooting Roseanne, so I couldn't go to the audition. <laughs> so I had to do what they call self tape. So, which is I, uh, you know, find a place and uh, tape it either at your place or have somebody tape it that has, where it sounds nice, and you send it into them. So I didn't actually go in for the audition for Silicon Valley. I just sent them in a tape, yeah, and they liked it, and I, I got it. And um, did you get it fully off the tape, or they went yeah, off first? fully off, fully off the tape. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And self taping is like a new thing now. Yeah, I mean, uh, like if there are projects out of town, sometimes they'll have you self tape. Yeah. They want to do the one. Like, you, how's the self taping? What do you do? Say, hey, I'm Brent Pope. I'm auditioning for. Like, you say that. Yeah. Stuff or you just go, yeah. There's a there's a whole website if it's like kind of legitimate uh, acting jobs that they just and they send you a, an invite to audition. Okay. And then you you do your tape and you and you upload okay. it on that website. Yeah. So then you went, how much did the script change that you auditioned with to when you showed up on set? Silicon Valley? Mm, sometimes it changes a little bit, specifically for me, because I'm always having to do some kind of blue collar thing. They're like, oh, yeah. we thought we were going to have a Maserati, now we have a Corvette instead. Okay. Oh, so it was a Jin Yang's Corvette. Like it was right? Jin Yang's Corvette, yeah. Yeah. That he just left behind. Yeah. Yes, that's right. We went back to Man, look at this. There's some good stunt work on these, like... You got an Yeah, I mean, they're all going up on like two wheels and not falling over. That's crazy. He just lost his trailer. Oh, so, uh, have we ever seen a race between men of Winnebago's before in a that movie? Kind of fun. Or it looks like an ice cream truck. That thing's gonna tip. It's a Winnebago and an ice cream truck. Kenny Rogers drifting a Winnebago. <laughs> I love the car chase music. This is classic. Car chase music. Oh, this is very like Dukes of Hazard type. Oh, they uh, just missed the bridge. Are we this even gonna see who is driving this, or is just the guy just gone? It's, mis it's a mystery who's driving. But Kenny's concerned for him. Oh, the bridge is fully out. They just didn't miss the bridge. And now they're Wait all swimming for it. It looks like there's one, two, three, four, five, six people swimming away. <laughs> Could this be a six pack? <laughs> so, so, you just back to Silicon Valley. Yeah. You showed up on set, mm -hmm. and then you were in the scene with the dude who plays Jared. Yeah. So, did you even run the lines? Like, how's that work? Uh, or are you just like, I'm a professional actor, I'm going to show up, <laughs> do these lines with somebody I've never met? We rehearsed. Like, no uh, pressure? We rehearsed a couple times, but not. there wasn't a lot of rehearsal ahead of time. It was one of those days in L.A. where it was just, like, pouring. Yeah. So it was, like, January, I believe. Hey, Harry's still out there. Oh, no. Oh, man, one kid's uh, stuck little, in the uh, Little trivia for you, because yeah. uh, Kenny Rogers just dove headfirst in the river. To rescue little Larry's floating right on the uh, yeah on the roof of the uh, truck is if you are saving somebody you should never jump in head first like that because you take your eyes off the person you're saving. Uh, I would say you shouldn't jump in with your jean jacket on like Kenny Rogers just did. But you could turn your jean jacket into, personal into a flotation device. device. I learned that in the Navy. Yeah, yeah. we learned that in lifeguard training. <laughs> so uh, how many takes did you have to do for that? Because you, you got some lines. Um, I want to say that one we probably did, you know, they do it in parts, you know. So you do, like, the block, blocking the scene? Yeah, of? yeah, so you'll do, you'll do, like, the wide shot four or five times, maybe, uh, that we'll do, like, from, from, uh, Jared's perspective, uh, and from my perspective. Luckily, if you're lucky, you get your own perspective. Yeah. Like, man, I... <laughs> 
I did like three episodes of Bold and Beautiful, and I swear the camera was never on my face. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> I mean, Damn. it makes sense because everyone else is so beautiful on the show. Yeah. Uh, so, wait, you were like a bailiff on Bold and Beautiful? Bail- there was a big, like, uh, custody <laughs> trial on uh, Bold and Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, we. No, sir, we probably did about five takes. Uh, no, I mean, like, wide, and they would change some things, like, because there was a very big thing of, like, was supposed to be messing with the putting stuff, getting it ready, your toe. So there was, a, there was a little bit of, like, you know, okay, what looks, what would look more, what would look better? So they tried out a couple different ways. Did they have a tow truck technical? They did. They did have a tow truck technical. Here's how you would do it, and yeah, you would do this. We got we got Brent's dogs here. Toby and Dufresne. Toby and Dufresne. Join us. This is a total. Toby just went straight up over the top of the back of the couch. That's impressive. This is a total guy's night here. <laughs> and Dufresne's like, I can't deal with this. So, um, how long were you there for? Like on? Just, oh gosh, I was only there at Silicon Valley. I was only there for probably four hours. Really? From yeah. start to finish, like yeah. costume, like. Yeah. And they had all your sizes and stuff. Is that how that works? You yeah. Like, Usually they find it. They have time. They'll do a fitting ahead of time. Yeah. Or sometimes they just do the fitting that day on set, and you're kind of going by the seat of your pants. Like, I hope they have something my size. Yeah. Are any of these kids to be recognized as Anthony Michael? Well, there's Diane Lane. There's Diane Lane. There's Anthony Michael Hall. And they're not too far apart in age. I did kind of sneak a peek at Wikipedia. Oh, is that right? That's Stephen R. I don't like being a camp. That kid doesn't look familiar. That's Harry. That's the total 80s kid haircut right there. Oh, yeah. The little bangs. The bowl cut, but with, like, the long hair and back. The big kid looks like he's got some stuff. The big kid? Kid in the overalls. He looks like Neville Longbottom from the Harry Potter, but they, maybe that's his dad. Maybe that's Come here. Where do you guys live? Back the way we came. Okay, I want two of you to help me hitch up this trailer, and I want the rest of you in the camper now. Candy Rogers, Candy Rogers, controlling his kids, man. Poor stolen race car. Uh, so when was the first time you saw this? Do you remember seeing this when it was back? I believe I saw it. Because uh, this is, as far as 80s movies go, this is very off the radar, yeah. in a way. But kind of underrated that you had Kenny Rogers. Yeah. As a I'm trying star. to think where it would have been... I'm trying to remember, because I feel like maybe I saw it at like a like a drive-through. Did your friends in town have so to maybe 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 like a couple years later after it came out or something? Okay, because this was a staple on HBO. Like this okay. was like HBO summer vacation staple. Gosh, I you know I know I didn't have HBO, and I don't really remember being able to watch any HBO. In did high you, when did you get a VCR? Did you guys ever have a VCR? Yeah. Is that would succumbs it with the. Video store been at the grocery store or the pizza hut? How did that work? Uh, I think there was These actual, are the things I like exploring. There was an actual here. video store in Tecumseh. I don't remember what the name it was. We didn't really rent that many videos, man. You know? Yeah. That ain't a lot. Yeah. My parents love to go to the drive through. I don't remember if there was a drive through. Drive in Lincoln? A drive in? <laughs> drive in. They, the the, they didn't love the drive through. That's what's going on. So, we got six kids living in a cabin or woods by themselves. Mm-hmm. No parents around. Be in trouble. You don't know being in trouble. If I don't find out what you did with my parts, I'm going to sling all six of you in the state reformatory in Houston. What's a deformed story? It's a place for parents. The young kid that does, that's missing doesn't know how to speak. It's got a lisp. Me neither. You ain't going to sling my ass in 
crummy places. That ain't no lie, me either. You really think that game does work? Like, how? Oh, shit! This big don't tell These kids could, if they wanted to, between the, uh... There's five boys and one oh, Diana Lane. Stay in here, please. Stay in uh, here. they could... I think they could take down Kenny Rogers in need to, but here's our bad guy. You'll be around Kenny's Oh, yeah. And that's the same way you strip down over Twillinger Station. What a scam you got going in, Sheriff. Uh-oh. Who the hell are you? Kenny Rogers, <laughs> not messing around. <laughs> this is some Western movie <laughs> stuff right here. Uh, like a cop car. Pick a blind judge like or a balloon. Let's see what you're up to. Let me waste some of this, John. Let me lamb blast it. Shut up, Otis. Look like you fell into a real thick pile really? of Really? Boy. He just like challenged the cop. The guy's like, "Let me blast him." <laughs> what? For a second degree larceny, diner. Whatever else I think of. Oh, he's got his gun out too. Yeah. Hey, take it easy. You gonna read me my rights? What about my phone call? Sure. What about my phone call? You're not at the. <laughs> oh, he just clobbered him on the back of the head. This is some police brutality. No, and these are corrupt cops if they're doing this to a white guy. Yeah, that's, yeah. Right. that's true. What, uh, six, six Pack, how did this fit in, like, would this have been one of your favorite movies as a kid? Like, how Oh, I loved it because, you know, I'm just, cur- I'm just curious. I was probably pretty young, so, like, you see little kids cussing. Yeah. I'm all Oh, no, that. these are, yeah. like, like, between Diane Lane and the little guy with the haircut. Yeah. I mean, this is, uh, you covered the whole gamut of kid age. Yep, yep. What you got there? Fruit? Fruit. Oh, man, this little kid's going to trick the cop. <laughs> I've got a fine hot dog. Ain't nothing but fruit here. This little kid just oh, took the cop's gun. How'd you like that, so freshman? Easy, boy. Now take it easy. That's a real gun you got there. On your knees, cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever see that uh, Gary Coleman movie where he was the, uh, I think it was called The uh, Long Shot? He was a shoeshine boy who lived in a locker. I want to say I have seen it, but I don't remember anything about it. Was, he was a kid who, uh, when sort of like his Kenny Rogers would get a shoeshine by him, he could look at the racing form and pick the winners just based on their name. And at no point were they like, hey, Gary Coleman, you live in a locker at Union Station. Why don't we get you a home? It's like, no, he's fine. He just lives in a locker. Have you ever seen the musical Avenue Q? Do you know what I'm talking about? I, I've heard of it. Okay, so it's I'm very musical. Okay, but this is like the dumb. anti-musical. I mean, I think you would enjoy it. It's like a an adult like Sesame Street, right? Avenue Q. Yeah, like all of, a lot of the characters. Like this character sounds like Bird, and this sounds like okay. me. But what's funny about it is they all live on Avenue Q because they can't afford to live on Avenue A, right? So they're like way out in New York, like out of the cheap, yeah, in the cheap buildings. Well. Gary Coleman will live forever as long as Avenue Q is a show because Gary Coleman is the character that plays the super at Avenue Q. So there's always like a a black woman, a short black woman, always plays Gary Coleman in Avenue Q. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, I might look that up. It's, it's they, a big play. Yeah, they introduce him and they're always. My, like, my wife and Leslie would murder me right now if she heard me not knowing about it. Oh, that's funny. Avenue yeah, Q. Because uh, I think there's a part of the point they introduced the person. They're like, "Oh, you just got to talk to the Sarah, the super." Hey, Gary. And then he comes out, and the guy's like, "Holy crap! You're Gary Coleman." <laughs> He's like, "Yes, I am." Was Gary Coleman ever in Avenue Q? 
I don't think he already so. passed away. No. Uh, I don't think he was. How long has it been? It's a big play. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, but Gary Coleman has some fun songs in there. Like, I, yeah. you would enjoy that show. I remember this one part where he goes, "I'm Gary Coleman from TV's Different Strokes." Made a lot of money that got stolen by my folks. That's so depressing. Tom Bridges, the last one standing. Who would have thought that? <laughs> yeah, because uh, Mr. Drummond finally passed away. Did he really? I guess, yeah, yeah you're like right. He year. did, yeah. And there's some good stunt driving in this movie. That's all they did back then. But that guy just basically is the exact same character as War Games. Let's just change your outfit to the Air Force Yeah, general. he's almost like some kind of Navy general. This guy he's lost his hood. He was probably the, the guy, the second guy that didn't get the job as Boss Hog. You know? <laughs> he was probably the backup guy. This is Spokey and the Bandit stuff. Oh, here. they took did they they took this cop's car apart so when they start driving, they took all the nuts off so when the car start chasing, the cops start chasing them, the car just basically falls apart. And I love the. Uh, you got the one random. It's water down the street so it looks shiny. Oh, yeah. That and then you also have the one random tire rolling down the road. Yeah. <laughs> this is everything I remember it was anymore. Okay, so you saw this about five years ago? Yeah, but I wasn't watching too closely. Why not? Uh, well, well, it's where I start watching and then I was like. This is a good Sunday afternoon. I watched the like, first half hour. I was like, it was, it kind of, it's a movie you want to watch with other people, is the thing, you know? This might, I think this might, other than like my brother, and maybe a neighborhood kid, this might be the first time I've watched Six Pack with another person since the 80s. Wow, yeah, I, I would say that's probably it for me too. And, you know, Kenny Rogers did his own uh, race card. I remember watching a behind the scenes feature on Six Pack on HBO. And he talked about how they get up to like 60 miles an hour on these tracks. And from there, the photography handled it. Really got a nice Alabama song going on, right? Is that, is that Alabama? Alabama? Oh! Playing Mountain Music there. They spent some money on the soundtrack for this. Alabama, Kenny Rogers. Kenny Rogers might have just called in some favors. Yeah. Look, Alabama, let's use some songs you can open for me. You know, Anthony Michael Hall. <laughs> I got an interesting story about the Alabama. Yeah. Well, uh, I don't know what the guy's the name band? is. But one of the main guys in Alabama, like one of the singers, kind of a big dude, he was roommates in college with uh, with Mr. Belding. Really? Yeah. So, because when I worked at the Academy of Country Music, uh, you know, uh, Dennis Haskins. That's yeah. Guy. Who, uh, is a, we're not going to get gossipy. He likes to party. Yeah, well, he used to be a staple at, at, at Dimples. Yeah. The, which is uh, close now, but was at the time the oldest... Uh, Karaoke, karaoke yeah, places in the United States, yeah. No, but that, that was the place that did the porn star karaoke, right? I don't know about that. I think it was. Maybe. Because there was one night where all the adults, industry people go to karaoke. That's possible. Yeah. But uh, from my uh, red carpet stuff, Dennis Haskins has never met a red carpet either. Like, oh, for sure. He, he's always there. Oh, yeah. Like, just like, it's funny. He's just, he enjoys his status and uh, makes the most of it. So you know the drummer though from uh, Quiet Riot? Is it the drummer or the bass player? Oh, or is it even uh, Quiet Riot? Chuck, who was the current bass player. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if he was. The, I, he wasn't the bass player during their heyday, but he's now. So this was. So Brett and I, we both went to the University of Nebraska. Got to be there when they won some championships. And what? Bowl, it was a bowl game we were watching. Oh no! Was it? I think it was the year. Uh, and we both. 
in the scheme of things, this might get a little nerdy because we're both pretty hardcore Nebraska Cornhuskers fans. But in the scheme of things, we're not really super nerdy. But it was New Year's Day, and I think Nebraska was playing Georgia in the uh, Gator Bowl or whatever they played. I And uh, you got a text from. Oh no! It was when it was when Tommy Armstrong threw the 98-yard touchdown pass to uh, Marie. Uh, Terrify? Uh, no, uh, Kenny, uh, he's on the Jets now. Kenny Bell? Not Kenny Bell. Uh, tall guy. Where are you uh, Anyway, 98-yard touchdown pass. Awesome moment. You got a text from the bass player, Quiet Riot, and you saw that happen at an airport. Quincy and Nunwa, that's who got it. Yeah, I don't remember how I got a text from Chuck. They're just like, look at this! I got, we were hanging out at this bar at like 10 a.m. on New Year's Day, and Brent's big-timing everybody by getting a text from the Is that how I'm big-timing him? The bass player, Quiet Riot. That was cool that he was watching. He was excited, and he thought about you. I'm eating a brownie right now, so I sound like that. <laughs> yes, brownie yeah. My wife set us up with some snacks because she likes Brian. You're like one of her. You're like one of the friends she likes. Nice. Like she wouldn't. There's people she doesn't like. She doesn't. Yeah, I don't know. It's funny. She likes all my friends, but she's there's some like you that she likes better. So oh, delightful. Like, yeah, we're at like five o'clock. She's like, I'm gonna go get food for Brian. Oh, nice. Got no. the brownie. Like, so glad I'm on the good side. You should be glad. It's, it's a good side to be in. Sometimes on the good side. Well, look, Kenny Rogers got his uh, sport blaze, coat, sport coat, and his and his button-up shirt buttoned so, half, uh, unbuttoned halfway down. The other day, though, when I checked this just to make sure this was a good video to watch, okay. yeah, this was one of the Don't scenes that I saw because right I kind of just watched from the middle, and it's Kenny Rogers tells the kids, "I need to focus, be 100 percent focused on my racing." And now it's like they pull into town. He's like, "I'm gonna crush some pussy at this bar." <laughs> I'm trying to get back into racing after two years. That requires 100% concentration. Yeah, right here. He's... I don't need one thing to distract me. Put <laughs> on six. He's not very a very good actor. I hate to say that. He's what really kind of. I'm leaving. <laughs> but no, I mean, just in the sense of. Well. He doesn't have to be a great actor because Kenny Rogers. You know what I mean? And we all know that he's kids, like, yeah. but he's really kind of going a little hard on these lines he's got. Oh, sure. And he's selling everything super hard. And he like, pulls open the, the, <laughs> the bathroom, door. bathroom door. And when the cop knocks him out, he's like... Look at a little honky tonk. Good place for a bar fight. Yeah, they're in Shreveport. Did you see that? <laughs> I don't know if this looks like Shreveport to me. I don't remember Shreveport being very cowboy. I've driven through a couple of times. Have you ever been there? I guess I haven't. I've been to like Baton Rouge and in, in New Orleans. Uh oh. I think we're going to meet somebody. Kenan Rogers, Kenan O'Malley. There she is. I didn't. See, that was her. Yeah. We met Aaron Gray at um, at Comic Con a few years ago. What was she there for? She was signing autographs. Just for whatever. Yeah. Have you signing like Buck Rogers pictures? Yeah. yeah. She's awesome. Buck, Buck Rogers is a trippy show. Yeah. There's always one uh, get to watch on like hotel TV. There's always a big fan of the hotel TV. Like you know when you go to a hotel and you guys see what the weird yeah, things yeah, are yeah, that yeah, you yeah. get. Yeah. That's how I discovered Buck Rogers as a kid because I never DVD. saw him. What was that one guy? Twinkie. Yeah. 
I was just going to say this. Ken Rogers is the hottest dude at the bar. He sure. kind of is. He's the only one in a blazer. <laughs> yeah. Salt and pepper. Oh, did you see that look? He just threw full blue steel looking back at her and she didn't notice. He's trying. He's so corny. So now I'm just, just going to kiss your neck. I like that. Oh, they like, know each other. Look at that. This goes from flirting to I'm just gonna grab you, woman. Well, he, yeah, he kisses her on the neck. She, uh, she's she's not. She's just like, watch it. <laughs> That's it. Right, checks and bars. Kind of like a manager. At the when bar. was the last time you wrote a check? Hey, Boomer, you gonna win tomorrow? Um, yesterday. Try for what? Uh, I was writing the check to my manager. Like, yeah, I have to write my check every month. Right. Yeah, for all my residuals I get, or whatever. Yeah. So how does that work? Do you get the check sent to you, or do they go to them? You can do it either way, but I I like to do I just I like to keep track of it myself. And you have a pretty good relationship. Yeah. With your manager. Like, mm -hmm. So what are the residual like? How's that work? Are you just like? Bam! Got some checks in the mail, and they come out the well, same time. Well, how's this work? Take it behind the scenes. I just found out. Okay, so I shot a show called Living Biblically, which wasn't <laughs> real big here because it got canceled in the first season. But I just got a pretty big, like, like a hundred fifty dollar yeah. check for playing in Europe or something. Apparently, they love some Living Biblically in Europe. That's funny. But the thing is, you'll you'll get your regular pay on the show. Yeah. And then and like they, every they time you, then every basically time, right after you do right. It, right. And if it airs in prime time and you keep getting paid, I guess kind of the same rate. But then. Every time after that, when it's in some other time, you just gradually get less and less and less. less. Sometimes I get checks for like four cents. You know, What's the, has, has four cents been the lowest check you've ever gotten? I think that's the lowest I've gotten. My wife's got one cent. You know, there's the bar residuals. You know, they don't take those. Yeah, they stop exactly doing what it? you're talking about. They they used to give you a free drink for a one cent residual check. I believe that's what it was. I I, I was told it was a dollar or under. A dollar under. They don't do that anymore. They don't? No. The prices start giving away too many drinks. Yeah, because, I mean, gosh, that's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so when the, they show up in the mail, are you, do you know it's a residual check? Or, do you, or does it look like one of those things where it's like, oh, consolidate your credit cards, here's a fake check? No, I can usually tell uh, because there's like a couple different companies that they come from. You know? Yeah. Sometimes I'm surprised that it's like. But I'm always surprised. like, come on, 150. Oh, two dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so how were the residuals for uh, Silicon Valley? Because you pretty good because uh, it plays all the time. Yeah, you know? yeah. And you get based, paid based on what it plays, right? Yeah, I mean, but it gets, but it does get less and less. I mean, I've, I've gotten a lot of them, but. And how's it work for streaming? But to get, see if it see if it plays in prime time, that's what you want. If it plays yeah. in prime time, you get your same rate that you got paid for the day again. So you basically get paid twice. Kind of, yeah. First time. yeah. And then do they do anything for streaming now? Because I'm, I'm sure yeah, a lot of people watch it on HBO. Thing. Like, there, you do get a streaming check every once in a while. It's not as much. It's not very much. Um, yeah, a good deal of them I get are streaming ones, but they're always really low. Yeah. So I think they're stealing some other race car parts. I gotta say, how far are we in this movie? We haven't seen another race car driver yet. No, but they're all at the bar. This yeah. is like the yeah. Top Gun bar for yeah. low-level NASCAR drivers. And I do like that these kids, like, I think my hunch here is they're gonna soup his car up with all these stolen parts and then endear themselves to him and he won't turn them in. Maybe. Make yeah. him drop them off at the bus station. <laughs> you know, I think it's one of those things where... Slow 
They think they need Kenny Rogers. Okay, what's our plan? But really, he needs them. Maybe they'll find out they need each other. Yeah. Man, they're setting a fire? Dumpster fire! As a distraction? This might make a good gift for the new dumpster fire. This was the, this was the uh, you know, origin like, of the dumpster fire. Get it, Rusty. Did they even spell welcome right on the banner? It looks like there's two O's. Joy's lucky that the fire didn't get near our cars. We'd all be running around that track. I got started. I think these are race car drivers. These are our cowboy hats. Ooh, that's a first Confederate flag sign. Dixie 100. Yeah, I see it. Yeah, excuse us, boy. Kenny Rogers, though, dude. He's already pulled her down. There's not even, like... Well, they knew each other, I guess. But still, it's like... Even with the little booty... Like, even if Aaron Grace's booty call, you know, it's like... Yeah, he already... Like, just laying on her couch. Like, well, she said, she, said, you know, she said something about, you know, you just disappeared last time. It was like, sorry about that. She's like, okay. Six kids. Can't take care of us now. Yeah, is he wearing his shoes on the couch? Sounded like a father to you. Mm -hmm. Kind of. You've got gray hair and a beard, Kenny. I look like a grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> grandpa Kenny. So, where did Kenny Rogers hits a gambler? The movies? No, his Musong. Oh. Because uh, he was like one of these guys just from like my limited knowledge well, of like country music as a kid. I own a Kenny Rogers. Uh, Greatest hits. You do? Okay. 25 greatest hits album. All right, so what, what are five see. of them? Uh, Coward of the County. Don't know that. Um, Islands gosh, in the Stream. Uh, Islands in the Stream. With Dolly. With Dolly Parton, Parton, which is a Bee Gees song. Is it? They, yeah, they wrote that song. And they, they recorded it first, yeah. The Bee Gees wrote it? Or did they? Hold up, hold up. The Bee Gees recorded it first? I believe they recorded it first. They wrote it. I didn't yeah. know that. I, I give all credit on that to Dolly. Like I, I seriously thought that was like oh, a no, Dolly it's Parton. A, it's, a, it's a yeah, it's a BG song. Um, oh, Kenny Rogers. We might get some bonus HBO boob, HBO PG movie boobs. It was a big staple of HBO back in the day. Love will turn you around. This that's that's one that's song on. from here. But then, uh, picked a fine time to leave me, Lucille. That's a song. I like that he's shaped. Yeah, that's hey, a nice bro, touch. She lived right behind the pub. All the cars been stripped. What? I got Stan's new tires. I got my gearbox. I got Hank's carburetor. You right out. Roof. You've been hit real bad. You right out. Uh, Lady. Remember that song? Oh, yeah. Lady. He, he and Lionel Richie both recorded that. I don't know who wrote it. Maybe Lionel Richie, maybe Kenny Rogers. I don't know. So, okay, so we got Level Turn Around, The Gambler, Islands in the Stream, Lady. Um, Coward of the County, but I haven't heard that one. Oh, really? There's a, they did a movie, a TV well, movie, Coward of the County. I don't know about you guys, but if I don't hustle up some parts, I'm going to be watching this race at the stands. See you guys later. Alright, Ruby. So long, bro. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a tire sitting in his RV. A bunch of equipment in the middle of his RV that the kid stole. What the hell do you think you're doing? I just thought we'd get your car back in shape before we left. the least we could do. I don't suppose it dawned on you that people make a living with I mean, what if somebody stole your paws, too? 
someone once did. These guys find out what you've done. They'll never know it was you. The stupid son of a bitches ain't that smart. So far as they know, you got stripped too. Look, guys. Breezy. Heather. Oh, I remember the song. We've Got Tonight. Remember that was Gina Easton? He did a song with Gina Easton? Yeah. Yeah. No. It was a hit song. Yeah. Gina Easton and Kenny Rogers. He just seemed like, to me, like the country guy just kind of show up and stuff. Yeah. But Island's in the stream. It's a banger. He's got a bunch of bangers, man. So I'm going to get the guys on money somewhere. So Kenny, is he going to just deal with these stolen parts? So out. Everybody out. Well, you can at least take it to the interstate. We can hitch from there. <laughs> just throwing kids away. He's got some, uh... I gotta get rid of these parts carpet. Carpeting inside of his thing, too. It's like a little RV. So far, though, too, what's interesting is this is a race car movie, and we haven't seen any racing action. I know, we haven't... We just finally saw uh, some race car drivers. This is, because even like Days of Thunder mm -hmm. had race car driver. Did you ever see Stroker Ace of the Burt Reynolds one? Oh, yeah. That was a classic. Yeah, that was a good one. With, uh, was Domino Elite? No, it was Jim Neighbors was in it. And yeah. Lonnie Anderson. So, what were the shows that you would watch that? Because this is back, growing up on a farm in Nebraska in the 80s. Okay, so, no cable. speaking of Lonnie Anderson, uh, I was a big fan of WKRP in Cincinnati. Because you, would you have three or four channels? Yeah. Like, that's all you have. Uh, and my grandparents always had to watch, like, the Lawrence Welk show. Oh! I mean, uh, Trump. Lawrence Welk, Wild Kingdom. Wild Kingdom was awesome. With Marlon Perkins. Yeah. So what would you, what was your, what was your average day of, I'm going to watch some television? If you had a day where you're just watching all TV. Oh, okay. Uh, well, my favorite was, like, Saturday. You get all the cartoons, right? Yeah. Uh, but... I was a big fan of like, that show, Soap, which I think I saw in reruns. And that was, that was, was like a fake Billy, soap opera? Yeah, it was like a comedy, yeah. live studio audience soap opera. Billy Crystal and Richard Mulligan, Catherine Hellman. Bastards. What about Price is Right? Did you watch that? Oh yeah, I like Price is Right. Okay, yeah. I just feel far. I ain't got no whole Tic Tac Doe. Classic. Yeah. What about card sharks? Card sharks. Shark. No, it's card sharks. Yeah. I just recently realized that it's called. It's a card sharp, but the, but show, the show is card, card shark. See, and I'm just trying to be like. I thought card sharks. Be like sharks. one of those people where you're like, he's chomping at the bit. You know, actually, it's champing. Yeah. So, what do you think about all these new shows like Card Sharks that just came back, Joker's Wild, Stressor Love? Game, game shows are like I, I got on it. I watched some uh, Deal of the Century not too long ago on the Game Show Network. Mm -hmm. I got really into it. I swear I remembered one of the episodes. Wow. But a lady just cleaned up. Like, she was on for a whole week. Yeah. I remember one time on uh, Wheel of Fortune, somebody had just hit, like, the whatever the highest thing was. Like, yeah. four or five times. I think it was, like, so they were up to, like, I mean, I want to say, like, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars $20,000 or something. And then she gets to sell, she has the whole thing except for one letter. It's, she's missing oh, one no. letter. Is and she's, one either way? And she says, ho, 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 and a bottle of rum. It's like, oh, yo. It's, yeah, and it was missing one of the letters, so clearly it wasn't the ho, ho, ho. Thanks. How about a ride on the track? He's jumping in some... Wait, what, what happened? Why, uh... I, I don't know. I got sidetracked talking about Clay. Did the kid steal his, steal his, uh... RV? RV, I think maybe? he did. Yeah. We got a commercial break right here? What's going on?
Now he's now he's just in the. Oh, I love this. This is like some uh, some uh, Francois Truffaut stuff. Yeah, we're just, we're like, just going new wave right here. Yeah, <laughs> and it's nowhere. just Kenny Rogers getting molested by this dog. And the I don't remember that at all, but that's some French new wave action right there. That's some uh, film studies. That was good. Jean Luc Godard semester. We're gonna try some interesting things here. We're gonna we're gonna freeze frame five times during this scene. A little montage of Kenny in the uh, back of the truck. Let's see. Our first race of the season. Let's see how he does. You kids. Well, sure came through for you there. <laughs> hey, you're st I noticed you're still wearing your suit from the bar last night. <laughs> hey, Bruce, what do you pay your crew with? All day suckers? <laughs> oh, that was a good one. Uh, 
I don't know any people. Make chocolate those. chips, please. Well, make mine a banana split. Extra large with nuts, please. Dang! Big guys gouging them. Oh, come on, guys. Cheer up. Cheer up! I'm only abandoning you on the I side of the road. I don't recognize any of the names other than Kenny Rogers and Coward of the County. You know, I'm really jealous of these guys. They get to go to Hawaii. No shit, Dick Tracy. <laughs> There's your catchphrase. There he is. <laughs> oh man, this kid. Wow. Kid's like, you think it'd at least open his eyes with Kenny Rogers in the scene. <laughs> he pays for him this ten, eight bucks and he says it's 780 and Kenny Rogers is like, fuck, keep the change. 20 cents, dude. Like, that'd be like getting a dollar. Yeah. yeah. So I, uh, here's a crazy random story just because they're at the Baskin Robbins cart. Come on. I have a buddy who, who grew up here, uh, where the uh, sunset, uh, sunset in Crescent Heights, okay. you know where like Virgin Megastore used to be, right. yeah, that's like Joe's. there used to be a Baskin Robbins there back in the day, like in the 80s when he was a kid, and they had one shift during the week that was called the Ali shift, because every week, say it was a Thursday, like clockwork at like 3.30, Muhammad Ali would come and get a peanut butter and banana milkshake hmm. and it wasn't even on the menu but it's Muhammad Ali so they make it for him and he always wanted to do the Ali shift because he'd come in they'd have the shake ready as soon as he'd see his Rolls Royce pull up into the parking lot they'd start making it he'd leave him a hundred bucks and all the kids who work at Baskin Robbins would split it so it was like an extra twenty dollars on your shift which is probably more than you made on the shift and then he'd hang out with the kids and eat the uh, banana, peanut butter banana milkshake. That's like a... With Muhammad Ali every week. I was going to say, that's his version of the Elvis peanut yeah. fried peanut butter banana sandwich. But how crazy is that? It's like, oh yeah, here comes the champ. That's pretty awesome. The greatest coming to get his weekly yeah. milkshake. It's, and then they wouldn't... Uh, these were smart kids. They wouldn't even enter the register. So it's a clean five-way split of... Or how many kids were working on that. Wow. Well... You know, we're talking about boxers, we said that George Foreman, you know, the yeah. best promoter was the guy with the Tecumseh. Yeah. And he, when they, when they... Barney Oldfield. Barney Oldfield, when they named the, the stretch of the highway the Barney Oldfield Highway, they, he came to town to cut George the... Foreman. George Foreman. George Foreman did, yeah. How, were you still living there? No. No. Was um, that a big deal that your parents go? I don't think they went. Because I think it happened after Barney died, maybe. Okay. Because he uh, died, like... This kid would have died, like... 15 years ago? Yeah, I'm going to say like two thousand. He had a good run. Yeah. I don't know, you can look him up. He's, he's an interesting character. Um, I'll put a little note in the uh, notes section. He was on that show to tell the truth twice. Really? Yeah, playing different ready? things. I think he, like, one of his things was he, he was, he was, there was a guy, I was a, like a colonel in, or a general or something, and yeah. uh, well, no, a really high guy yeah. in both the Air Force and the Army, and that was him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, the whole, like, Santa thing, the North, he invented that. Mm-hmm. On Christmas Eve, when they're like, Santa's been spotted on radar. Oh, yeah. That was his thing, because some kid accidentally called the wrong number and got through to the military base. Oh, wow. And they're like, yeah, uh, we got Santa, like, and he just totally went with it. Wow. Kind of nice. So what? Uh, so Tecumseh. And then Matt Davison, you oh, know, he's yeah. famous in Nebraska SB football lore, three-time SB Award winner. Uh, he won three SBs. In a famous that that play won three SBs. Okay, play the year. Let's talk about this play though. Okay, the flea kicker. Where were you when you saw it happen? Because that was a road game. I was. Um, 
the only way we well, can I was still living in Lincoln. Yeah. Uh, and I was at my, now my ex-wife's uh, house. Okay. And we were all watching just in the living room. Yeah. Something. So let's set this game up. Nebraska is going. Please? They're undefeated. Uh-huh. Just undefeated, ranked number one. Right? They were number one. Okay. Because yeah, they were number one because even though they won, they actually fell in the rankings, which is a controversy. And Missouri wasn't ranked, right? But it was kind of they went into a little hornet's Yeah, it was a tough place to play, and they had a tough team. And they were down by a touchdown with no time on the clock. It was their last play. It was the last play. It was fourth down. I know yeah. that. And within last ten seconds of the yeah, game. like the, the the game was on the line. Yeah. And what happened? Let's see. Scott Frost, quarterback, who's now Nebraska's head coach, uh, throws it to Shevin Wiggins in the end zone. It's off the stomach, if I remember. Like off the stomach, and Shevin Wiggins strategically he didn't kick it because that would be uh, illegal. Yeah. It bounced off his foot up into the air. Matt Davison, who was in the back of the end zone, true freshman, true freshman, only uh, didn't give up on the play and was still watching and like got was able to track the ball down and dive and catch it just for it hit the ground. Just his hands under, yeah. like his hands are scraping yeah. blades of grass. Known as the catch. Yes, yes, the, the flea kicker. Flea kicker. Shevin Wiggins did admit he uh, did intentionally kick the ball. Yeah, but you can't prove intent though. That's can't prove intent. It's like a bush push with Reggie Bush, right. Matt Lyon. Uh, so that and then we end up winning the game in overtime and winning a share of the national championship, which should be the whole national championship. Should be. Yeah, that's real fun. So, uh, how do you react to the flea kicker, though? Oh, I was crazy, dude. Because I, I was working at a bike shop. We had the game on, and nobody was there because it was like nobody would mm-hmm. shop for a bicycle during a football game, especially yeah. a Nebraska game. And uh, I was the only one who cared about the game. Get real, like, so they were. Everybody I worked with was laughing at me, yelling at the TV. And then it happened, he didn't believe it. I believe I grabbed my cat, Scoops, at the time, (laughs) and did a lap around the house, which is what I would do. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Who the hell's he? Oh, thank you, likes you much. He don't like anything much. You don't like winning? You don't so like what losing? would you, like, to come to 2,000 people, what was, like, a typical, like, summer day? Summer day. Like, what would you do? I mean, I played a lot of baseball, so I would have so to, like... He was like, my chief mechanic for a year. Uh, well, in the summer, we would be bailing a lot of hay, so hopefully yeah. I didn't have to bail did hay. You, what kind of farm did you get? So a dairy farm. Oh, so you had cat, would you milk the cows and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. How was that? Car, I mean, you didn't know. it was fine. It was, you know, it was too late. Like, it was the kind of thing you milk them in the morning? or just you really bikes. No, you had to milk them like 6 in the morning and 6 at night. Twice a day? Yeah, twice a day. Wow, so your day was tethered by these cows. Yeah, I mean, I didn't always have to do it, but... And would you milk them by hand, or do they have those machines? Those machines. Yeah. So you just hook it up to the teats. Yeah. You have to clean the teats. Put the machine on. What do you clean the teeth with? Just wipe it down with your hand. Or? Yeah, you have like some kind of soap and stuff. You know, yeah. yeah, wash it down. And yeah. Because you don't want, you know, put the machine on. There's a bunch of manure on their teeth. Oh, gross. Well, yeah. think about it. I mean, <laughs> cats just laying, cows are just laying on the ground most of the time. You know. So what, uh, how long would this process take her? So you milk the cows during the school year too? Like, you know, oh, I mean, well, sometimes. So that's, yeah. Like, I, that's why I tried to do as many sports as possible. Because then, <laughs> yeah. But then I would have to, a lot of times, we lived like three and a half miles out of town, I would have to just ride my bike into town yeah. to go do practice. Yeah. We were side by side. And 
So do you like baseball gloves on the handlebar of the bike, like in a town? Gosh, I don't know where I kept my bike. I guess I had to be on the handlebar, right? Alligators. Yeah. I, I, I don't remember where else it would be unless I had like a basket. So would you stay out after dark then, or do you have to be home by dark? What was that? I would just be home by dark, yeah. The other thing was, I think, when could you get your learnership if you're on the farm? Like 14. 14. <laughs> yeah. That was great. I mean, there was a kid I went to uh, junior high with who, uh, he was on the swim team. And because you could go to school activities, uh, so you'd go drive into town, go to school, and then go swim practice, and then take the long way home. Yeah. I mean, that alligator was. Yeah, you're definitely not supposed to go anywhere except straight straight to school and straight home. But uh, you know, I was just stopped at the gas and shop. Yeah. Was, that was the hangout after school. Was the gas and shop. They have video games there. Yeah, they did. Yeah, it's just like because they had. Uh, there's a gas gas in the shop. Oh, this just had one game at a time. Really? Yeah. This was in Hastings though, so it was like the big city gas in the shop. But it was okay. right around the corner. And I remember one time there was dropped a quarter behind the machine. I was too afraid to tell yeah. anybody. But then I mentioned it when I got back to my grandma's house, and she was so mad that she got the quarter back. Oh wow. That's big drama back then. Yeah. She's just real nice. Losing a quarter. Hi, Don't call me Breezy, it's Heather. Nia's wearing a necklace. He's wearing a necklace. And he has two different sweatshirts because it's a darker gray. Yeah. And then what he was wearing before. So, what's interesting about this movie from. Just, man, he's still wearing a blazer. Different chick, different blazer. Is we still haven't had much happen. <laughs> what happened? Like, okay, so he gets the kids. Yeah. Gets the kids. Gets busted out of jail by the kids. Mm -hmm. The sheriff still hasn't shown back up. We've got a good. Like, you almost forget the sheriff's around. Yeah. And he becomes the villain of the movie. Right. Now, did we meet? I think I missed him. Did we meet Turk? The. Oh, we might have. There's a dude in Richard Penny. Yeah. Yeah. Well, change mind. No way to find him. Where does he get these other chicks? It's Kenny Rogers, man. He's wearing a blazer. You know, he's like, uh, he, you know what he, he's doing? He's doing like the thing that, uh, from, what is it called? The uh, the pickup artist? Yeah. Where he's like peacocking, you know? <laughs> he's got this blazer on. No one else is wearing a blazer. I'm dressed up. You know, he's got the nice beard, and the ladies touch his beard, and he's like, hey, lady, hands off. Box. There he is. That's That's him. Oh, I remember this. She seduces him. Doesn't she? She flirts with him. She flirts with him and then she's gonna do something to him. He gets his car wrecked. This is this is kinda like a little creepy. Let's send an eighteen year old Diane Lane. He's probably playing a seventeen year old. Yeah. To flirt with Bernie. Well, and I think it was their idea though. Kenny Rogers didn't send them in. No, but she's it's doing like, it to like it was somebody's idea. Like the kids are doing this whole thing where Kenny's like, "I want to win fairly," and the kids are like, "We're gonna do every dirty thing we can to help you win." <laughs> so this guy's from Omaha. Yeah, that's crazy. I'll show you a couple of things that I got. I didn't know that he's never. Because uh, one thing that's interesting that people might not know is when you're from a little place like Nebraska, everybody semi-famous ends up on a list. You think we would know his name? Of because uh, like in my hometown it was Henry Fonda from Grand Island. Oh, I didn't know that. I knew he was from Nebraska. Childhood but... home 
is on display at the Stern Museum of the Prairie Pioneer, where they filmed the movie My Antonia with... Uh, oh, Willa Cather. Yeah, with... Um, what's his name? Doogie Howser. Okay. Oh, Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah. He was... The summer of 94 was... Neil Patrick Harris was in town for most of the summer. Jason Robards. Wow. And he ate at Subway every night by himself. So my friend's little sister worked at Subway. She was a sandwich artist. That's crazy. She would be like, you know, Patrick Harris just comes and gets a sandwich and sits by himself. And then she's like, she's like, I almost want to like ask him out. But not ask him out, but go do something. She felt bad for him. But an uh, older college girl working at the water park I worked at yeah. got a date with him. Yeah. And this was, this was like one of those things that became funny like... 15 years later when he remembered it but she was determined to bang him and he rejected all her advances well, of course he did <laughs> but she didn't know he was gay so she thought it was like something wrong with her and she was like the hot chick at the water park she's like she took him to the movies and then they went to dinner and she's like yeah it was just really weird like he he just didn't even touch me and I tried everything Terry Kaiser. Is that uh, Bernie? Bernie. What? And it says that... Oh, he's grabbing at her. Be my guest. This is a little creepy. He went to Kansas on a football scholarship. Well, he's a big dude. Yeah. Football and, you know, drama. Interesting. What, what else is he... Because Bernie's was... Weekend of Bernie's was a big thing, right? Yeah, let me see what he's known for. Good idea. Six pack. <laughs> oh, we got another Confederate flag. There we go. Yeah, it's mostly known for Weekend at Bernie's, Friday the 13th, part something in 1988. Was it part Jason seven. Takes Manhattan? The New Blood, part Ooh. seven. Okay. But I'm sure he's been in a bunch of things. But he'll always be known as Bernie. That's just like. Bernie Lowe. Have you ever seen my? Have you ever seen my Bernie? Bernie 2016 shirt. It's not a Bernie Sanders shirt. It's, it's a Bernie, Bernie, Bernie. Bernie from Burnt Weekend to Bernie's. Uh-uh. And then Bernie Bernie Sanders people come up to me like, oh my god, Bernie! I'm I'm like, no, Bernie. Bernie. So you, you've got a uh, Kim Jong-un thing you did, right? Oh yeah, the, the video. Talk, talk about this. You made, you've got some viral videos and stuff. Uh, yeah, we did a video called uh, uh, Talk about yourself, Brent. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, what is it called? Um, Uh oh, these kids are in trouble. We've been out. The bowling. Yeah, it was at the movies. We was. Well, we, you know, we were. It was right after Kim Jong Un and Trump had that summit. Yeah. And uh, I think it was their second time meeting. And then it was also right after uh, the the Oscars. This year, when Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga did the, their song, their song, the shallow song. So we got a par- yeah, we did a parody that called what you a summit, a summit begins or something like that. Yeah, that was a big hit, wasn't it? I mean, it, it's it's really good. We've gotten really good feedback from it. It happened to come out the same day all the Michael Collins stuff came out, so that all kind of got they kind of got buried a little bit, but. It's still really funny. Breezy. They're really just like, here, we're going to put the camera across the parking lot. Kenny, Breezy, you run all the way across the hotel, down the stairs. 
We'll do this all in one take. Oh, we'll be good. Shit. That ain't no lie. Well, you know, you always have to think in these movies too when you're working with all these kids that they can't shoot them all the time, so... Yeah. Have you ever had to work with kids? I mean, Roseanne. Yeah, but like... Oh, yeah, they had the kids had kids. Mm -hmm. Roseanne, uh... I think there are a lot... There have been a lot of kids and a lot of things that... Because that one... Because I was on... I worked on one once where it was... Kid had to have a tutor for like, and it was a short film. Oh, that's right. I did do a kid show one time called yeah, Incredible like, Crew, where it was like a Cartoon Network show with all kids. Yeah. How was that? Was it voiceover? <laughs> it was a. Uh, <laughs> a summit is born. That's what, instead of a star is born. That's what it is. Summit I'm just going is born. Back. A summit is born. If you want to watch it? It's called A Summit Is Born. It's Kim Jong Un and Trump doing the sh parody of uh, Shallow by Lady Gaga, and my voice sounds outstanding. <laughs> I played Kim Jong Un. Anyway, uh, what were we what were we just saying? Uh, the kids. Here, oh, and I did a show. A car, interesting. I did like a few years ago. I did this show called uh, Incredible Crew. I did one episode, and I was like, just like the shaving cream guy, the delivery guy. You're delivering shaving. I'm cream. delivering. Yeah, I'm delivering a box of shaving cream to a bunch of kids. Oh, and, that, that's know, gonna end well. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, and the, the interesting thing was like the the executive producer of that show is Nick Cannon. Yeah. And then the, the producer on set that day that was Mikey Day, who was on SNL now, who used to be on, they were both on Wild Now. Nice. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so the kids had to keep working with their, their would have to take breaks and work with their teacher tutors. all the time. Yeah, the tutors, they can only work a certain amount of hours. It's really weird, though, too, because it's like, what are these kids going to learn that they wouldn't learn just skipping school and getting homework? Or they have yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I haven't actually been in those sessions, like, per se. So I don't... Like, hey, we're going to pretend like you're learning something. Man, look at this slow zoom into the steely-eyed Kenny Rogers. It's Diane Lane walks away. This is a turning point in the movie, Todd. She gets on the, she gets on the Team Brewster. There hasn't been dialogue for like three minutes. I know, this, this is her walking around. I think they thought Kenny Rogers was going to get nominated for an Academy Award for this I say, Diane Lane's doing a good job in this movie. She, she really hasn't. Oh. There's so much to unpack there. Yeah. Wait, wait, what's happening? Why is he taking off his jacket? She's cold. Oh, okay. Yeah, I still haven't spoken. For a second, I was like, wait, I don't remember this. Why don't you get in your nice, warm RV, Kenny? He has a corduroy jacket? I didn't realize that was corduroy. <laughs> it's extra warm. It's cozy. I've got things inside of me. I can't stop them, but I... Raging hormones. You think what? Uh, what scenes do you think she had to audition with? You think she had to? She's auditioning with the scene where she has to cry. She's like, I thought this was a comedy with Kenny Rogers. <laughs> well, in the race scene, she did have some good react. Like her and Aaron Gray both had the same like. Mm -hmm. I think they had the same second unit director telling them to make sure you pump, you get a pump, pump your fists. 
about responsibility that we've wasted on her five brothers. That's true. She's the only girl in the mix. Yep. And she's the oldest. Well, is she the oldest one? She's the oldest one. I think it goes her, the big kid, then maybe Anthony Michael Hall, and then three little ones. And the one that knows how to cuss, and the little one. Those are good times, all right. Do you think that's selfish? Nobody's ever seen you with those kids and accuse you of being selfish. See, after we watch this movie, you have to... I have to be with Please. you when you listen to Coward of the County. Because it's a great... <laughs> it's one of those great Kenny Rogers songs where it definitely just tells a story and you're like... Well, and the, the, and you, all you need to do is pitch the movie. It's like, yeah, just listen to the song. Oh, well, the cool. gambler, it's the gambler dies yeah, it, on the it's, train. It's exactly like the gambler, kind of. You know, it's where it has a clear beginning, ending. The other one's even more... This was, you know, a little... The gambler's a little bit out there where he's just like, you know, a lot of things are in your thoughts and feelings yeah. and... You know. Well, you could listen to the song and not notice the gambler dies. In a yeah. 50 race, oh boy, we're missing oh, now. Alright. Uh oh! This is the kind of uh, stalker stuff that would happen in Grand Island. Mid continental raceway. It's like a big deal. Like, One of my cousins for a while, I think he still does, does some of those races like Eagle Raceway. Yeah. yeah. I love his little face shield. Looks like he's ready to like mow a lawn or something. How? Todd, let me ask you a question. Yes, ask me a question. So you know Matt Davidson. Uh, you know who he is. He's yes. now assistant athletic director. Yeah. Uh, I used to ride the bus with him. He's yeah. younger than you. Uh, I'm asking this just because I think it's an interesting topic. You know, and you're one of the people I could actually ask to get an intelligent answer. What would I have to do? Because Matt's is a legend in Nebraska football history. Right? Yeah. I mean, what would I have to do in Thompson to be more famous than Matt Davidson? Like, what level would I have to achieve in acting to do that? You'd probably have to be a series regular on a TV show. That'd be you my think about series regular on a TV show, that would be more. Um, um, you would... I like that there's one person you have to compete with to be more, like, famous. Well, I mean, I, I'm not competing with them because it's in different arenas. But, no, uh, but I guess if I'm, I would... And I'm not competing with Barney Oldfield because I... Oh. Third uh, Confederate flag. Um, no, but I think you would have to. Uh, you'd have to get some sort of show where you'd end up on the front page. Of the paper. Like well, I was on the front. I was on the front page of the paper just for being on Roseanne. Look, Todd, <laughs> I, I don't think I don't think you understand. I don't think you understand what it takes to get on the the front page of the the the, 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 the chieftain. Okay. I used to get on the. T- I used to win showmanship at the Johnson County Fair and be on the front page. What, would you, what was your showmanship? Wait, we're, we gotta go deep on this. Okay. What's the showmanship in the Johnson County Fair? Okay, so we had dairy cows. So I would take my cow to the fair. <laughs> like one you raised. Yeah, the one we raised. Like from like. And a then cow. you would, you know, like you had this whole thing where it's called. Time, time out. You okay. raise, you get a cow, mm-hmm. like from a calf. Okay, I mean, you didn't have to necessarily raise it. You could buy it. If you wanted to, like, buy some fancy cow that had, like, good... Good, good genetics. Good genetics, yeah, yeah like, good like with horses. Yeah. You could do the same thing with cows. Okay, so you take a cow to the fair. Mm-hmm. And they're in different categories, like maybe one-year-old, two-year-old, five-year-old, you know. Oh, we've got some cops. It's not good. So what would... Now, what do you get for showmanship? Do you, like, ventriloquist that like it? No, no, no. Showmanship is, like, you know, you have to... There's a judge, and yeah. you're walking in a circle with all the other cows, and when he tells you to stop, you have to get the cow to stop exactly right where it's legs. So it's are. almost like a dog show. Yeah, it's it's almost exactly like that. Yeah. 
They want you to stop. They, you know. Wait, how, how would you be dressed for this? Um, most people would be wearing like cowboy boots, jeans, some kind of western, fancy western shirt. But I, I wasn't into that, so I'd wear like you know my whatever, my khaki pants with my button-up shirt. But you'd be dressed up. Yeah, yeah, show this cat. yeah. And then what happened with the cow? What do you mean? Did you just take it? Oh. Well, it was a milk cow. You know, so it was like one of the ones where it's like you raise a pig and you're like, all right, going to the slaughter. Yeah, I mean, the dairy cow is a little different because you could you just compete with the same cow year after year? Yeah, yeah, sure. So would you train this cow? Like, like would you? Yeah, be like, I think I, you know, for three, four years, I'd probably take the same cow. And whenever you would you defend? Did you ever defend? Because you wanted to win like showmanship, but there also was like. What also the dog show type thing? Yeah, now, the dog show. I don't think they necessarily judge the people that are walking them. How, who's the best at walking the dog? Like if they judge the the, the people on how they presented the dog, that's what showmanship would be. Okay. So that got you on the front page of the paper. Yeah, that would be mail. Or uh, you know, let's go. Many, many, okay. Front page of the paper. To come to Chieftain. How many times? Yeah. So it's showmanship for the cow. I'm gonna say I've been on the front page of the Comes to Chieftain probably about ten times. Okay. So Roseanne is one of them. I'm not even sure if I don't know if I was on the front page for Roseanne, but I was the front page of one of the sections. But front page overall, like so, this is a multi-section newspaper. Winning the spelling bee, winning the county spelling bee. County spelling bee. Because fifth grade. I was in seventh grade when I okay. It was a fifth or eighth grade thing, uh, but well, it's, seventh grade is a good age for that because you're not a ringer then. You're not yeah. like some eighth grader just beat up on a right. kid, and you're also just you know you're an but, established vet. Yeah, we were always competing against. Uh, against like uh, Cook. What did you say, Mister? Cook, Cook, Nebraska. I said. Or know that. Yeah. A different part of They're the combined world. with the Tecumseh now, like our rivals, you know. Are you rivals now Johnson County Central, yeah. Now so that, so they had won like so they had won the county spelling be sixteen years in a row. And, you, and then you I won. Bumped it. I did it and then the next one to win again was my sister, like three years later she won it. Dang, how much did you practice for this? Quite a bit. <laughs> but you know, it wasn't like those guys in the spelling bees now where they I I I just basically memorized words. I didn't learn the etymology of the words yeah. or things like that. Well, that's a different level, though, too. Yeah, it's a different thing. The, um, so what else? There's Roseanne. Now, was it, you told me one time they wouldn't publish, your, your sketch crew was called uh, Dead Honky. And didn't they have some injections in the name? Uh, I don't know if they did enough. I thought you said something like that once, where it was... Oh, I don't know. I did have an article. I did have a, you know, I did have a... Uh, they, they did the one, like, Brent Pope is making it in Hollywood. Oh yeah, maybe they didn't mention it in the paper. I don't remember that. If that's true. That could be true. If I told you that, they might not. I mean, you know, it's or maybe they were averse to printing it or something. It was something like that. Because oh, you guys won like Sketchfest or something. We won the uh, Los Angeles uh, Improv Sketch Cage Match. Okay. At the LA, it was the place called Iowa, which is no longer, which was a whole weird. Yeah. Because I did some shows there, like some stand-up shows. Uh-huh. But then that was also like the low-key secret place to go to the bar like, if you want to go out at Harley Boulevard. Yeah. Like, if you're going to a show or something, like, they had cheap drinks there. Yeah, $3, $3, $3 PBRs. Yeah, you yeah. go go get a beer for $3 on Hollywood Boulevard. You're not going to have that happen anymore. Yeah. But this is like, uh, look at that waterfall. Wow, where is that? He's in Tennessee somewhere. It looks, does it look like a real waterfall or like a man-made waterfall? This looks man-made. It looks, it looks man-made smooth. to me, yeah. This guy's... 
Back to the blue sweatshirt. Who's that? So you, uh, Roseanne, what about Silicon Valley? Did you get anything on uh, that? Uh, no. Read it again, Steven. And how do you... I suppose I could have... Roseanne and Silicon Valley, they, they took place really close to each other. And did you have your publicists drop a line that it comes in chief then? No, you know what? You know how they found out? out, like, somebody... Like, you know, somebody in the uh, town my, my friend, uh, Mark, uh, who's a... Who's, who works on a lot of movies, and he he, he directed his own movie, a uh, little budget film called The Tour that I was in, which was fun. Um, he His mom, <laughs> Maggie, lives in Tecumseh, so his, and his dad was like my cross-country coach, Yeah. so she always knows when things are coming up, and so she probably, she told her that I was going to be on something, and then they called me. You know? Yeah, to confirm so, it. Yeah. I don't know if it would be worth my while to have my publicist call. This <laughs> comes cheap. But Roseanne, you were with you were with uh, you were on the you had a big scene. Yeah, I was with Roseanne. I was with Sarah Gilbert. And then uh, uh, she had to go and rehearse, like do a table read. And yeah, because I remember when you did that, it was like secret, like you couldn't. Yeah, well, you, you can, one, you don't want to talk about the stuff because what if you get what if you get fired or what if you get yeah. cut or something? And two, it's just kind of like I don't know. They don't want you to really talk about anything because they, they don't want you to accidentally give something away. Yeah. And three, it's almost like you're superstitious too because there's all sorts of times when you think you're going to get something or you get hired and then they're like, oh, well, now nah, we changed our minds. Here's 50 bucks. Go away. How was really? I got that once. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good. I sh- I, look, I shot that in the Versace show, the, the yeah. Ryan Murphy show about... This the, was the American... This, this, yeah, American American uh, Crime... Crime story. It was a sequel to yeah. the OJ. Yeah, uh, the assassination of Gianni Versace. And I shot, like, one day... Uh, oh, I, I remember this, because you had a picture of the billboard. Yeah. <laughs> had a bunch of... Had a bunch of overtime one day, because they decided they're going to... I didn't have any lines of that. And they're like, we're going to give you something to do later. And then they're like, oh, we can't finish this place. They gave me a bunch of overtime one day. And and overtime I, acting is awesome. Oh, man, it was awesome. Because it's, yeah. was it after eight hours you get? Yeah. Then that happened once. I stayed like eight extra hours. So it started getting into like double time. Yeah. So, um, so they had me come back the next day and Ryan Murphy actually had them write me a scene for a character that didn't have a line before. Yeah. And then all of it got cut. So, but... So, so I would say, what was great was I got paid like four, over four grand. They paid me over four grand to not be in the TV show. <laughs> Do you still get credited for it on IMDb or no? Nah, I mean, they have me listed, but it says uncredited, you know? Oh, yeah. Or actually, no, on that one, I don't, I don't think it even shows up anymore. Yeah. I'll have to look and say, well, that's, but that's but that's part of the business, you know. You you, you, you could shoot anything, and unless you're the star of the show, it could theoretically get cut, you know. Yeah, I saw the whole damn thing. Kirk turned him in. They said some sheriff was coming for it. So here's what's screwed up is I think we're in I think we're in Alabama now, and the kids got taken away. So I think this corrupt sheriff is out of his jurisdiction. I'll uh, be from Justice. Of course, he's not. In, they're not in Texas. Whoa, buddy! <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, I have a hand bit off. What are you doing? You be nice. You be nice. Okay, <laughs> I can't. I came in on high. Thought I was dealing with a cat. Be nice. He's a little skittish with me. Yeah. Hey, buddy. We're friends, aren't we? Well, 
<laughs> we're sitting here recording. I'm like yelling at my dog. Hey, he's nice. He's nice. So That's the interesting part. We're getting the show. Oh, here's the. Oh no, it's Kenny Rogers. He's in the. Wait a minute. Kenny Rogers now has stolen a cop uniform. He's wearing Wait a, a Boy Scout shirt. I'll bet you do. Okay, I want to paint the scene here. So Kenny Rogers is wearing. He went broke into the sheriff, went to the sheriff's office, he's pretending got, like he's a cop. He's got Boy Scout uniform. Went to all the trouble of having a whole uniform, and yet still just has a name tag that says Stone, and you can still see the other name because it's longer than Stone under it. Well, it's Boy Scouts of America. He's wearing, a, like, a, a Boy Scout, like, but Scoutmaster Why didn't we just make a longer name that covered up all the Boy Scout things? But he, but he still got him out. <laughs> That's the best part. Oh, I think this is... Is this uh, Universal Backlot? Because that looks like... Mm. That's, the clock, that's the clock tower, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. It totally is. It looks like it to me. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> ma'am. Sheriff's back. John Stone. I'm here to pick up. It's good. Uh, good movie when your villain disappears. Oh for man, Stone minutes. just showed up, and the lady's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa!" He just showed up. Okay, they're in Birmingham. <laughs> we thought we was gone. Well, that ain't no lie. This is kind of nice. Where he bail, they bail him out of jail. He breaks them out of jail. They re- they're on even terms. He's like, now we're even. Now I'm really on you go. I'm eating all these brownies, Todd. That's fine. Go ahead. No, I really am. Well, the wife got us brownies. This is, this is good mm-hmm. Sunday night. Watch that six pack. That's right. Hanging out with a couple of dogs. Should I check the auto week schedules? Nope, that won't be necessary. Why not? Because I'm taking my charges to Atlanta. 500? Yeah. That's a grand you watch race. The, no. They're going to Atlanta 500. What are we gonna do for a car? I don't know, maybe we could steal one. Yeah. Here we go. Well, we'll turn you around. Hold up, we'll turn you around. You're just getting serious now. I love this song. You like the song? Is this a song? Well, I like where he's like, how do you know when to stay or go? That's how do you know when to hold them, when to fold them? Like, he's very, like. Look, he says, there's a line in the song where he says something like, you don't need a sign to make up your mind when you've got your heart at the wheel. Hmm? Oh, look at that! He's like, he's got a big sponsorship deal. Brewster Baker in the six-pack. He's gone legit. It's your mind that tricks you into leaving every time. He's got a new sponsor, Winston Cigarettes, Budweiser. See, I think he's really... He is big time! They're promoting, whether should you follow your heart or your mind? Yeah. Because it's your mind that tricks you into leaving every time, Todd. Is that a steel guitar? Is that what it is? I don't think so. What is it? Is it just a very lightly played guitar? Acoustic guitar? That sounds weird to me, though. He's doing some sit ups. Here, I'm Kenny Rogers. I'm in a hotel room with six kids. And I'm doing some sit-ups between the beds. Hey guys, how you like these? 
Oh, they got, they got the KFC. Right in the middle of the screen. KFC. Kentucky Fried Chicken. Look at all the sponsors in there. Did, you didn't see Rocket Man, did you? I didn't, um, Is that but I need to because we when we went to the... Yeah, we, Brent and I were at the ESPYs this week and uh, Tate Donovan uh, had a semi-starring role in Rocket Man. was sitting in our row. Like almost right next to us. Yeah, it was exciting. Uh, Tate Donovan's great. Showed we were in good seats. That's right. Tate Donovan was my hero as a kid from Space Camp. Somebody else mentioned Space Camp, yeah. Classic. I, I, I posted my picture oh. on my website on, uh, <laughs> on Facebook. Your website, Facebook. <laughs> on my Facebook, on my Facebook actor page. That sounds like something. That's like such a thing. Like a parent. Kind of sounded like my mom, didn't I? On my website. On my Facebook What's your actor website? Face, Facebook. Facebook. So Facebook. It's my website, Facebook. God, my dad the other day. I don't know if you saw this. Well, you said he butt dialed you. Seven time. times in fifteen minutes. And I call my mom and I go, "Hey, are you with dad?" No. But he's. But she, she says no. But he just butt dialed me like seven times. <laughs> Kenny Rogers. Training montage. Rocky. Total ripoff. Kenny oh. Rogers in sh- shorts. I do like that Kenny got some business done when we didn't see him on the screen to get like a whole big new sponsorship deal. And make it legitimate enough that they're like, no, these six kids are his picker. Uh, He's also been getting a lot of business done with the ladies. He's got some new goggles. Kids got uniforms. Shit. That's pretty spiffy. I mean, that looks to me like the Bad News Bears font on their on their uh, six pack. It's right in there. Might be the same graphic designer from back in the day. Sorry, sorry. There's a very strict rule about the age. You guys are just too young. Okay. Ooh, so and now they've gone legit. They can't uh, actually be as big crew anymore. Very important. I need you there. Okay. Also, some of the kids can't be in the, the pit. Okay. Have you seen the thing though? Like in all seriousness, that um, football players are big crews now in NASCAR. I have seen that. Yeah. There's a guy in the Huskers who's like. It's very competitive. Yeah. yeah so like. And it's like apparently a very adrenaline-filled. Yeah, but they're basically like, oh wait, if we get athletes to lift these giant tires, they can do it fast. And they can run faster along with the car. Yeah. Seventy-one hundred dollars enough to sell them and be yours. Kids are gonna buy. Where'd they get all this money from all of a sudden? What do you mean? He got the lowest voice. Yes, ma'am. We're minors. That's right. What do you say? Sponsored by STP. This is, this is a uh, sad lesson in how to pick up chicks. From Kenny Rogers. Hang out in the ladies' room. Pretend you're on the payphone. Was he not really on the phone, or was he just bad acting? I don't think he was on the phone. Just a lady you can pick up. 
pretty blonde. Uh, never met before. I've been brunettes beforehand. Yeah. Uh oh. Oh man. Oh, he's wrecking oh, everything. He's gonna get busted. <laughs> he didn't want to kiss the blonde. Kitty Rogers. She kind of likes it though. Wait, what? <laughs> she's, she's acting like she's not mad at him. Oh, see, he was trying to call her on the phone. You know what sucks, though, is because there's no caller ID or anything. She probably didn't have an answering machine. He might have been trying to call her. And there's no proof that he did. You know? Yeah. Like, that's one thing, like, modern technology is like, I just texted you. Mm-hmm. Oh, you did. That's true. It can work both ways. I love that though too. They're just like Leo Roach. Let's just drop that. Let's call her. Calls her Bug. What's her oh, name? Oh, so go back to Rocket Man. Yeah. Somehow Yamaha pianos. I don't know. Like Elton John, that's what he played or whatever. But on um, like all these pivotal moments where you see his hand, there are more than a few shots where the camera would sweep across the the keyboard. It'd be. Oh. And it would, it was actually like would throw you out of the movie. It was really weird. Like we're like. He's doing his big audition to get to the Music Academy as a kid. And, like, and then he's on stage at like Dodger Stadium. Have you ever seen him though? Uh-uh. He's retired, though. I know. I think he, he'll come back, right? I don't know. Oh, shit. Is he a clove cigarette? <laughs> so that was, always a, that was always the signature motif of uh, villains in the 80s for the brown cigarettes. Man, he was totally, like, even though he wasn't really trying to make out with Blanche, she was making out with him, and he totally he's... got away with it. <laughs> it's Kitty Rogers. And Gray's wearing some lingerie. He's got a good run mm-hmm. this movie. Aaron Gray's full makeup Asleep. That's a marvelous Maisel style. You watch yeah, that? yeah. When her mom's like, right, takes the makeup you know, off in the middle of the night. Her mom. Okay, so her mom on Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Yeah. Was the principal on that show, Speechless, the show that really? I was on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mary and, and, and for a long time, I watched both shows and didn't realize it. I was like, wait a minute, that's the same actor. Do you know what I watched the other night that tripped me out? Was uh, Summer School. Okay. Mark Harmon. Mm-hmm. Uh, his girlfriend, who you just see in the beginning when she dumps him to go to Hawaii. That's the same actress who played Missy in the one that's excellent picture. And I said something about that on Twitter, and Benny Arthur, of all people, was like, I realized that too recently. That's funny. Uh, man, Brewster's getting beat up. Oh, that was a good move right good there. Move. Oh, no, he's not. Now he's beating them all up. I didn't know he was a BA like that. This is really bloody for like uh, this type of movie. Okay, Kenny, were you in a street fight? So see these things Kenny's done. He's been in jail, car chase, street fight. Impersonated a cop. Yeah, race cars. Mm-hmm. Hooked up with three different women. Three ladies. Uh-oh, oh man. Now he just got hit with a crowbar. Oh, he's not even wearing a shirt under his jacket. He's, That's a good villain there. And he's Hawaiian Tropic as his main sponsor. <laughs> What is that, the crazy horse thing? What it might that? be. He just got dropped in the woods somewhere. 
<laughs> like by some big like the face of this big like uh, cliff that had like something carved into it. Might have been the crazy. I don't know if that was before the crazy horse thing was built or not. But it might be the same. Look at those. There's not enough uh, fence around the. Uh, yeah, track. that looks dangerous. <laughs> Remember that was like that was a big deal that yeah. people got mad about, like fences around racetracks. Remember they killed <laughs> off a major Simpsons character doing that. Marge or not Marge. Uh, uh, Maud Flanders. Yeah. Because that was her only voice. Yeah. Like, she was one of the rare uh, voice people who just did one voice. Yeah. And she got, went all crazy and demanded a raise. And they're like, no, we're just going to kill you. Wow. And it was like, oh, it was Homer hit her with a t-shirt cannon. She fell off the back. No, I thought she got hit with a tire. I think it was a t-shirt cannon, and then she... Or maybe a t-shirt cannon set it up, but it was in a NASCAR oh, okay. thing. I'm pretty sure she got hit by a tire, though. He has no idea where he is. Would you, would, like, when you got to high school and stuff, did you ever do stuff like run off to the woods or, like, abandon somebody there? Because, like, abandon someone in the woods? Did you? I didn't. Something I heard happen before, like like fraternity hazing in Nebraska. Like, oh, in Nebraska, well. like, somebody get like knocked out or whatever, and like driven out of Kansas, and like get like twenty bucks and be like, Here was the out. hazing they would do in Tecumseh. I was in cross country, yeah. So you would be running down the you would be running along the highway, uh, just along the side of the road, and the seniors or whatever would just steal your would just steal your shorts. They just grab you and take your shorts and your jock. <laughs> so you'd be naked? Yeah, so you'd be just running with a shirt. Would you run in a jock shirt? I mean, if I was wearing a jock. I think I usually did when I was running in cross country. You don't want your boys jostling around too much. But a jock? Well, hold on, let me think. Because, like, compression shorts really didn't exist back then. Yeah. Wait, who's that? John, it ought to be a perfect day for racing. And for behind-the-scenes drama, we have an interesting That's Chuck Woolery. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I was like, that's somebody. Chuck Woolery. He'll be back in two and two. He's one of the announcers at the race. Love connection. You were Love connection, yeah. Two and two. That was interesting because they, uh, that could be one that could come back. Is a show. Oh, it did come back. It did? Yeah. With the whole, like, here's your videotape. Like, yeah. It came back with uh, with Andy Cohen. Is Bruce From, uh, Queer, Queer Eye? From, well, he's one of the head guys at, uh, what is that station? Uh, Bravo? No, oh, that, Bravo yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. Yeah, I came back with it. It was pretty good. And that's did people actually watch it? Or did I did. Area? I watched Hello. the hell out Well, there you have it, John. Race hasn't even started yet. Baker's already in. Yeah, they had this whole thing at the end where, you know, you saw the other person picked you. Yeah. Uh, this bridge would come down and you would see if the person was there or not or whatever. Oh, no. <laughs> That was always like, yeah, it was, it was an interesting show. There was another better flag. Because they would, uh, yeah, because they'd do like a whole segment, like show the person they picked out, and then the, that person would actually be there, and they'd tell their date separately. Yeah. Then, yeah. So I, I keep forgetting where I'm, I'm sitting here talking to my dogs. <laughs> it's all right. They're having a good time, aren't they? Oh, yeah. Hanging out in their treehouse. These are real race cars right here. So I remember the Skull Bandit one. There's uh, Richard Petty's, the 43. 
I think they actually filmed this at a real race. The Uno car, number one. Oh, wow. Wait, is that the Uno, like, based on the car game? Uno? Yeah. No, they, they had a big semi-trailer. They sponsored a, a race I think they might have just for the movie. Brian <laughs> Tropic. The guy's got his models. So the, uh, one thing, too, that people that I know, like, grew up out here or whatever, don't know the whole concept of you could grow up in a town and mm-hmm. there's rival towns that you would actually eat with. Right. So, like, where I grew up in Grand Island, it was Hastings and Kearney and okay. rival towns, and then all the little ones in between were just, like, whatever, but still kind of... Yeah. What, who were, what were Tecumseh's rival towns? Our rival towns? Um, I mean, it wasn't always, like, the closest towns, but I felt like it was places like Humboldt. Okay. Uh, well, and, and Auburn was bigger than us, but, the, you know, we played them in law sports. Syracuse. Okay. You know, of course, uh, uh, but we didn't play, uh, what do they call it? Nemaha Valley, which is where Cook was. We didn't play them a lot, but they kind of were. But that was, you know, that one of the towns is like 13 miles south of this, Pawnee City, which is the home of Dan Whitney. Who's the, uh, uh Larry the Cable. Larry the Cable. <laughs> the, um, so I grew up 13 miles from Larry the Cable guy. <laughs> That's a good one. But no, the other thing too with Nebraska, what what county license plates needs to come to the first? 57. 57? Because in Nebraska, there's 93 counties, and every county is designated by a number. Mm-hmm. They finally had to stop doing it, so come on. Got too big. And like where I was from, Grand Island was 8 County. Okay. Hastings was 14. Carney was 9. You could go into a town. People know you're from out of town. Oh, yeah. Because I think we would. I that think, was kind of beefy. I think Syracuse's county was like was like Odo or something. It was like eleven. I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, but it was something. Yeah, you could tell where people were kind of. But from. that's always the thing of like going to a town and get stink eye. Oh yeah. yeah. I had this friend. Uh, he had one of those uh, like cherries that the cop would have. Yeah, lights. One of the lights you can just throw on top of your car. Yeah. So, we, did he get a Radio Shack? It's like a Radio he, Shack. We drove like a white Monte Carlo, which looked kind of like a cop car. Yeah. And so sometimes we would go to towns and we would be driving up on people, and like, and he would just throw the cherry on top, and then they would pull over, and we would just be like, ah! <laughs> Did you ever get busted on that? No, I don't think so. Did I had a friend in high school who oh, got statue limitations. He. Uh, Got one of the cop Mustangs. The Highway Patrol had the Mustang 5.0s. He got one of those, and it came with, like his dad got him like a pink sock. Okay. So he bought like this cop Mustang cop car with like 200,000 miles on it or something ridiculous, but it had the spotlight on the side. Oh wow! And I think we did end up getting the uh, uh, some sort of light for it, but you could really get away with a lot of stuff having a cop. Yeah. Car. And the first week he had it, though, we actually got run up by the police because we were out uh, causing some trouble on knocking the specifics on. Okay. But our bright idea was that we couldn't get busted because the car didn't have license plates. And it didn't occur to us that, hey, it might be easier to notice a car that doesn't have license plates than if it did have license plates. And there were some, like, tools around town. Cops had somebody pulled over. And us being super genius, and you're like, oh, let's go take a look. It might be a drug bust or something cool. And the cop just looked at us and, like, pulled over. Like, 
proof like exactly what they were looking for. It's like, yeah, you guys just drove right by a cop and you're They must have used footage from like a real race because they have like massive amounts of people on the stands. I think they did on this one, yeah. But this is what's crazy though, is this is the final race. So you're pulling for him to win. And then there she is, she's got this she just did the same uh, fist pump in the first race. Yep. Uh-oh. He really sold that without even having a standing That was great. This guy's matching too quick. Have you ever been doing a NASCAR event? No. Have you? Monster Jam this weekend. I wanted to go out What's that? The Monster Truck. Oh, okay. The Grave Digger and stuff. But Bigfoot's retired. They haven't seen Bigfoot in a while. What's the one that has the Godzilla name? Something Zilla? No. No. Well, uh, uh, Grave Digger is my favorite. Uh, so he... The bad sheriff. Why is he allowed to just drive up in the hall next to the race and he's from Texas? He took a cab to the last place there, Georgia, mm-hmm. or where they were Birmingham, so he flew there. But now he drove to this location. Yeah. So he drove across several states in this couple. This doesn't make sense. I think this movie just lost to me. Look, I'm invested, Todd. Is he going to beat Turk? Did Zacomsa have a pool? They did. Yeah, they had a pool. I actually just saw a thing on Facebook where uh, I think they're, they're, a water they're building a new pool. Really? Like, That's the, a big the, deal. like the, the new the old pool is officially closed and they're hoping it'll be up. So I don't know why. It seems like it just happened, but it seems like they would do it at a different time of year than now. How, how often would you go to the pool as a kid? I didn't go that often because I don't swim very well. Really? Yeah. You were the Navy, you know, too. I know, I just had to learn how to, I just had to float for three minutes. That's all I had to do past my... I could do like a, you know, what do you call it, the, the breaststroke? Yeah. I can't do, I can't, I can't, I don't understand the overhand stroke. The ball stroke? Uh, yeah, I can't do it. Oh man, that car's getting crushed. Do you think that was a stunt, or do you think that was like an actual race thing that happened? I think that was planned. Because the car behind could have got around, and it kind of veered Oh, the Uno car was out, dude. They got the Uno car out just so they could get a full, another life shot of the Uno car. Uh-oh. Oh, man, the two kids were there, and now they're gone. Where are they? Probably taken by the out-of-town cop. No, no! So this is actually a big now we here. got now we got a slow zoom in on his face like he's making a decision. Kids got taken by the cops. Are we gonna get a montage? Oh, this is better than a montage. Seeing the close up of the kids 
in a cop car. We've got six kids from piling into a cop car for a several state road trip. Yeah, somehow there's five of them in the back seat. That was the 80s, dude. That's normal. What do you th- do you think the kids wanted to win the race, though? They might. He does the next best thing to winning the race, which is not wrecking out his wrecking his rival, and now cutting off the cop. You know what I think happened, Todd? Huh? I think love just turned him around. Okay, so he drove from Texas to Georgia. And now all of a sudden there's all these... I think I took a wrong turn. I'll tell you, this sheriff here... There's all these reporters, and Bruce is going to shame the cop in front of the... To arrest these six hardened criminals. In front of the reporters, in front of the world. Look, I'm a Texas law officer. I don't have to talk in front of no damn cameras. Ask one of the kids. They'll tell you what's going on. That sounds like a great story. How about some comments, Sheriff? Can we talk about this in private somewhere? This guy that plays the sh- yeah, evil sheriff is great. I mean, he's, he's a such great, a good character. He's a great character actor, yeah. The good people who elected you to office are watching, and now's your chance to explain to them why you've come here to arrest these six little kids. Well, we didn't come here to arrest them exactly. Can I say howdy to the folks back home? Shut up, Otis. <laughs> Every sheriff needs a good deputy. He's a moron. To check on them. Yeah, to check on them. Yeah. Uh, see, these children are orphans. We have to make sure they have proper supervision. We like to see they're getting that. So, so I did it in the middle of the race. The good people of the great state of Texas. <laughs> these children in the capable hands of Mr. Brewster Baker. No shit, Dick Tracy. <laughs> oh, we got a no shit, Dick Tracy from Little Kid. Hell yeah. I love his little bush beer patch. <laughs> oh man, now we fast forward to Kenny Rogers and Aaron Gray getting married. This is a big jump cut. Like, they don't even talk about, like, Brewster wrecking his race, his big comeback. You know what I mean? It's like... Featuring Chuck Woolery right there. You got a There you go. Credit. And uh, what's his name? But Barry, it's like, Barry Corbin uh, as the evil sheriff. Like, you know, Tin Cup, where. Uh, that dude was in No Cup for Old Men. Barry Corbin? Yeah, the, the dude that was the, the evil sheriff. What do you play in that? I don't remember. War Games, like you said. Northern Exposure, he was on that show. Yeah, too, that's right. But uh, on some dub, that makes sense. The, uh, you know, in Tin Cup, where like, Kevin Costner doesn't win. But he gets famous. There's nothing now about what's happening with uh, Kenny Rogers' career. You know what? Other than he's just got a house. Because it doesn't matter, Todd. Does it? Doesn't? It's like well, we assume that he's with them. They made him a good race car driver, so now he's going to be—he's going to have a good career. There's a lot. Or maybe you know, maybe one around. of them turns into a race car driver. They're all about to become adults in a few years. Yeah. I don't know about this man. There's there's a lot of uh, loose ends that need to be tied up on. Look at that. Kenny Rogers telling a story to all six of the kids. Oh, that was earlier in the hotel room, right? Yeah. Do you sit through the credits of movies when you're at the movie? Do, I, do, I, do you sit through them? Do you watch them? Yes, movies? usually. Okay, let's see if it's anybody else. Barry, Cor- oh, Barry Corbin had the number four. Aaron Gray. 
Anthony Michael Hall. Oh, Buddy Baker himself. That he's a he's a race car driver. That's yeah. We're down to road number four. Rich boy. So what's, what else is that? You got any uh, auditions coming up? Anything? Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's work. It's work. It's summer now, so it's like. Well, it's been uh, yeah, kind of uh, mid June to through like the fourth, and the week after the fourth, it's a little slow. And now, like all the episodic stuff, all the shows start ramping up. Yeah, start ramping up again. Have you heard of your video on the next? So Tiny Tucker, Merle Haggard, Silicon Valley, Conway Twitty, and Loretta Lynn. He brought in all the, the big names for his uh, soundtrack. <laughs> Are you gonna tow another car this season on Silicon Valley? Oh, oh man, that would be great. I don't think so though, because they're already shooting that show, and uh, you know, I have dirty. <laughs> That's what you should just send him a thing like, "Hey, do you need cars towed?" Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> That's how it works. They would like that one, but yeah, they would love it. So what? Uh, last time question about the. Like if you go to like an actual in-person audition, yeah, are you there with other people? Like you recognize? Oh yeah, people? I know like, a lot of the people now that because you know a lot of times you'll you'll go in there and be like oh there's eight guys that kind of look like me you know yeah and sometimes now they're doing a lot of like what they call colorblind casting so they won't specify like this person needs to be Latino or whoa buddy Toby <laughs> I gotta find the remote because. Uh... Do you see what's starting up here? What's starting? Wait, let me see if I can get it. They just jumped right into it. This is amazing. Some, some movie about flying? No, better than that. Roadhouse? You should, no, you should know it based on the truck. God, I don't know it. Oh, uh, over the top? Yes! Uh, <laughs> that's funny. That's amazing. Man, Stallone was really lean in that movie. He was. He's the lean trucker. Um, I like that YouTube just is like, okay, these assholes just watched six you, packs, so let's do. Uh, can you, uh, uh, you know, what you should pull up. Here's what, here's what we need to we'll do. Pull up. Uh, Coward of the County, the song. You should be able to pull that on YouTube. We should, because it's got a great story. And you'll probably want to watch uh, the TV. Okay, movie. let's let's do this here. All right, we're gonna go out on Coward of the County. I'm telling you, it's a great story time. Let's see how far we got to go. Cry during the song. Okay. Oh, right there. TV movie. Oh, 1.6 million people watch it. Do we want to watch the one with the lyrics? Or is this the music video right here? Ah. This looks like the number one. This looks like the official music video. Oh, that might be the. That might be the music video. Let's try this. Okay. Let's Calgary County. I don't think this is. The music video. Everyone considered him the coward of the county. He never stood one single time to prove the county wrong. This doesn't make any sense. His mama so named Tommy. Now both of the lyrics. Okay. That looked like it was like something that like made that up. somebody from like the show Supernatural <laughs> set to Coward of the County, Kenny Rogers. But I want you to listen to the story, Todd. The right, yeah. It's a great story. Cause the like, whole it's almost like a screenplay that writes itself. Interesting. Maybe maybe that's a little Kenny Rogers plot. Like, well, I'm going to make this his song. Well, a lot of country songs are. They tell a story, you know? Automotive technology. Available on the Nissan Rogue. 
you'll be equipped to help protect the moments that matter most. Skip it, Dad. Are we still recording? We are still recording. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. We're going out on this right here, Coward of the County. Okay. It's karaoke. You're actually good at karaoke. I'm very good at karaoke. Yeah. I feel the beat. <laughs> Just talking to me. It's music of my people. Is that a steel guitar? Um, it might be. Everyone considered him the coward of the county. He'd never stood one single time to prove the county wrong. Why would he just move to another county? Mama named him Tommy. The folks just called him yellow. It's a foreshadowing. Is he going to do something heroic? Oh, well, we'll see. I think he's going to. Do. So you got a good backstory. Dad dies in prison when he's 10. Kenny Rogers is his uncle. Interesting, I just saw that riddle. Uh-oh. My life's over. It's just begun. 10 years old. You have to make the same mistakes as me. So his dad might have been executed because he had a chance to say last words. Okay. So his dad's, his dad's dying words. You, know, you don't have to be like me. You don't have to fight to be a man, right? Tommy and Becky. Mm -hmm. <laughs> In her arms, he didn't have to prove he was a man. Why do we have Harrison Ford as the no, Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Gatlin boys. They took turns at Becky. There was three of them. Becky got assaulted by three dudes. This is kind of like... It's yeah. like a weird turn where the Gatlin boys turned to tr ran a train on Becky. He wants to beat up the Gatlin boys, but he promises Dad. I, I think it's justified. Well, we'll see what happens. And you understand, they've been calling him yellow his whole life because his dad said, don't fight anybody. This is like the anti-bar fight song. You know, like, just turn the other cheek. Well, wait for it. <laughs> this has a... There's one part of the song that's like, this is, this is my favorite. Dang! That's a power move, blocking a door. So this is almost like Kenny Rogers' version of Jeremy by Pearl Jam. When Tommy left the bar room, not a cat in the ball standing. <laughs> Hell yeah. Becky. As he watched the last one fall, I heard him say, I promised you that. 
This song got dark. You know, it teaches Papalus. Sometimes you have to fight when you're a man. Huh? Interesting. This went from the anti-bar fight Everyone song to like, let's start some shit song. She had a full three-act song that you could write into screenplay easily, right? Yeah. Like, that was dark, though, in the middle. Good song, though, right? Yeah, kind of yeah. was. It's dope. <laughs> All right, well, thanks for coming over to the fort. Yeah. We'll bring in the dogs, watch a little six-pack. Yep. Maybe we'll do a Days of Thunder stroke race in the future. Or... We'll do a whole NASCAR series. What was the other, what was the other thing? For Coward of the County. The TV movie? TV movie. <laughs> that's bad. <laughs> was Kenny Rogers in it? He's in it. He plays the uncle. He plays the character, that, the narrator of the song. Yeah. Awesome. But I don't recognize... I didn't recognize any of the other actors' names. Yeah, okay, I'm going to have to look that up, though. Yeah. Because remember, it was about to play. It was one of the things that showed on the thing. <laughs> it's amazing. Well, thanks for watching oh, Six yeah. Pack. That's a good throwback. Fun times. And, uh, yeah, Barry Corbin really didn't have a ton of stuff in there. No, but he was great. Like, Yeah, but, I mean, he just, he like, did everything he like, needed to do. You know who wasn't in a lot was the Turk. He was just the rival. It's yeah, like he was the rival, there. but he wasn't in it that much either. I bet he had <laughs> less than two minutes of screen time. <laughs> he had more screen time weekend than Bernie. He's playing a dead guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Some good physical comedy did in that, yeah. that movie, though. So, cool. Well, thanks for coming over. This Absolutely. was uh, Six Pack with Brent Pope. Yeah. And where can people find Brent Fest? Oh, that uh, oh uh, well, you can find me anywhere. Uh, you can find me on my uh, Twitter and Instagram at Scoops Pope. And you can find the Brent Fest podcast. Uh, it's going to be on my website, brentpope.com. And, you and that find is you going to breakfast with people, right? I go to breakfast with people. Uh, that that I that are you know kind of working actors or writers or something like that in the industry. We go have breakfast and then we go and talk about our breakfast and talk about the industry. Yeah, nice. So it'll be fun. Awesome. So it's coming out soon though, because you've already got some of them. Yeah, game. some of them are in the can. We're they're about to come out, and uh, it'll be fun. And uh, you know, if you want to follow them on Instagram, it's because I take nice pictures of our breakfast and yeah. ask. You know, which one do you think Brent ate? Which one do you think <laughs> the other person ate? Uh, it's at breakfast podcast. Yeah, but you can find that through my. Instagram also. Awesome. Scoops Pope. Yes. All right. That's it. Thanks for listening, everybody. Peace.